Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. What is world.com? My age is 102-ish. I would love to stay in schmooze, but I must take my nap soonish. Our country is in a crisis. Look at my Viagra prices. Please vote for me for president. I'll serve till three, then I rest again. Everyone will get free college. Even the African nigga, whatchamacallit. You'll get a car and a house, I'll give you sushi. I have a very weak platter. I cannot control when I pee, which would be fine if I could see. Can I pay for one decent cut of pastrami? Burn, 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 burn. Can you feel the burn, 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 burn? Some people earn, 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 earn. All the money in the world, 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 world. We would like money to, 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 for someone new, new. Schwarzers would burn down New York. Burn, 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 Can you feel the 
burn, 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 burn. Now is the old white man's turn, 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 turn. Please watch and learn, 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 learn. I'm old Catherine Hepburn, burn, 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 burn. Can you feel the burn, 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 burn? My campaign is schlepping around for months already. When you pee, does it burn? corner. He's known as the Slamberghini. That's right. He breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. Hey guys, this is RJ Mitty and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boonah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Michael Mahone. I hate pornography, and along with uh, the uh, military uniforms like North Korea, Russia, uh, Vietnam, all kinds of stuff like that. Showtime, a-holes. Oh, that's <laughs> oh wow! That's <laughs> that last one didn't like fit the others. Yeah, we just start out racist today. Yeah, like uh, I, I, the, the proper intro, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mike the Can-Man always goes there. <laughs> always fucking He's goes He's more there. racist than the Slamborghini. Yeah, that's hard. I, I just figured Slamborghini was like off last week writing like lines for Mike the Can-Man. Yeah. 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 All right. That's good. We'll and uh, that. also uh, like Liam Neeson. Yeah. I heard you. You're running his campaign like uh, his uh, public persona now. Damn straight. Giving interviews <laughs> as him. All right. All right. You just agreed to You just <laughs> you admitted to you horrible things, my friend. I made a mistake <laughs> last week times. during uh, Joseph Melendez's interview when we were mm. talking about Jason Bateman's like, 80s sitcom. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, here and there on. I didn't even Google it because I don't do that shit. Um, maybe he was on Silver Spoons, but that was Ricky Schroeder's. Oh, okay. Uh, and like the 80s like sitcoms were always, it was always a family gets and like gets something like, uh, what was it? Like Alf. It's like a Midwest family gets a drunk alien. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, what was a uh, Chicago family gets a British butler. That was Mr. Belvedere. What was a Chicago family gets a black midget. That was Webster. <laughs> um, wow. A black family gets a roofie raping doctor for a dad. That was a Cosby show. <laughs> there was the, the Hogan family, which was uh, like a Midwest family gets a crippled mom. It was, okay. it was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. That's a great formula they had Small back in the wonder, 80s. Small wonder, a Midwest family gets a cute robot daughter. Like, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, that was all, it was all the family. Like, you got rewarded for the family unit. Like, that's, mm. that's all that's important. And then you get a sweet drunk alien that fucking tries to eat your cat and shit. So I was thinking, like, yeah, since family is a core, like, we bring our own sitcoms. Like, it's 40 years later, so. But I think we bring them to, like, other countries. Ooh. Like, that's the, uh, that's the, the, the fucking pull of our sitcoms. Like, we go to other countries. I was thinking, like, uh, uh what did I have? Mrs. Drizzfire? Where a Mexican uh, family gets a cross-dressing horrible rapper for a babysitter <laughs> who does, like, terrible sexual acts with their grandmothers and shit like that. Like, that, that'd be good, right? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, we bring it there. I'd watch that. I was thinking of Mr. Slamadier, where a British family gets a drunk piece of shit white trash butler who uh, just drives him around drunk and then, like, hits deer. Like, run, runs into deer. Runs yeah. Okay. This is just That's good. Deer. It's very good. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of Small Fuhrer, 
<laughs> where a Nazi German, a, not, a German Nazi scientist has a, a, a adorable fembot for her daughter. It's Ryder, <laughs> but uh, he tries to get her to do like bad things to Jews, but she doesn't because she's, uh, cause she's got the, a heart of gold. She's, she's, got got a a heart of literally gold. gold. Yeah. She's fucking built that like <laughs> <Jesus>. Nazi gold. <laughs> and then uh, she infiltrates the fucking compound and like takes out Hitler, and then she becomes a Führer, so small Ooh. Führer. And that's then awesome. Like, I like that's it. like a period piece. And <laughs> there's also like a scene with her like uh, making out and just pegging Ava Braun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking hot. That would be really hot. And uh, yeah, and there's also a sweet like Jewish uh, dance like scene where she dances okay. with the Jews. Like it's that's awesome. Everything. It's everything. Just to show how pure she is. Yeah, pure yeah she loves him. She loves, she loves him. She feels. And uh, Frankie in the middle. That's where. Uh, Frankie in the middle. That's where a Western European family adopts a middle-aged drunk man named Frankie uh, Tube Steaks, and uh, uh, he's like their son. He has to go to school and deal with like adolescence and shit, and then. Uh, but he ends up saving. He ends up saving a whole community. Like, uh, he takes out drug lords. Oh, wow. And, and fuck, but ends up running it and then fucks it up again. <laughs> and he also That's saves... That's great character development. He also like saves, it. like, a, a inner city school. Ooh. Shit like that. Yeah. Frankie in the Middle. So, I like it. Yeah. I like all of those. Those Quality are great. Television yeah, television right there. Like, that is. That's, that's what we bring it. That's because it's 40 years later. We can't come like, American families. That's already been done. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta, gotta look to the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't fucking bring up the future. I know you're writing for Can Man, but shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ladies. Jesus fucking Christ. Holy fuck. What's your favorite sitcom, Slambo? My favorite sitcom? I like uh, Small Fear. I used to like... I'm talking yeah. about the ones I said. Oh, yeah, Small Fear. Yeah, I do Small like Small Fear. Fear. It's, <laughs> it's a great idea. <laughs> this is Driz Fire. It's really good. Yeah, that's, what I was, that's my favorite. I like yeah, it. Yeah, this, that is, this is Driz Fire. Mr. Slamadier is a drunk oh. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Frankie in the Middle is great, too. They're yeah. all great. Like I can't yeah. really pick a favorite there. <laughs> what was your favorite regular 80s sitcom? Uh, my favorite regular eighties. I, I kind of liked. Um, I I did like the Cosby Show. Cosby Show was great. Yeah. Cosby Show was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mr. Belvedere was one of my favorites. I still watched it like into my twenties. Like that one was great. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I did. I love the Hogan Family. That was awesome. Mm. I didn't like Silver Spoons. Though, but it was just a rich prick. Had a train you Was it a family that adopted a rich prick? No, I think it was just like one that didn't get like anything good. They got a black guy. They got a. Oh, okay, right. They had a black friend from the guy from Will Smith. What's that? Fucking the piece of shit that did the dumb dance that we talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. They had Carlton. This kid. He was like the friend that came over and got jealous of everything Ricky had and then like cried or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's stunk. There was also a uh, Benson. Everything was like a butler or a black. Like, was, a <laughs> but was he a butler? Was Benson a butler? Or I don't know. It was fucking. It's weird. That was a weird like late night one. Not late night, but like it was on at like nine. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bunch of shit. Bunch of shit. <laughs> but uh, I saw Fire. What is it called? Fire. It's a documentary. On uh, Netflix, the the greatest party that ever happened. The greatest party that never yeah. happened. Ryder Correct. fucking messaged me that she was watching with a friend, and uh, she's like, "You gotta watch this. This fucking dude almost sucked dick." For, like <laughs> the guy that runs it. Slambo's favorite like, part. Like uh, tried making this gay guy suck dick to make something happen, and she said he's just just a big, and he is. He's the biggest like basic frat boy. Like, <laughs> yes. He's such yeah. a douchebag. Who's it, Billy? <laughs> Billy. Billy McFarlane. Is Billy cooler than Bobby though? Like I was trying to figure that out. Bobby. Yes. What? Yeah, Bobby but, murdered but, girlfriends but, in like in the lake, bro. 
Yeah, but like Billy is like the evolution of Bobby. That's what like Bobby becomes when he grows up and gets Billy. out of jail. He becomes oh. Billy McFarlane. Oh. He goes, he brings his psychopathic uh, attitude to something else. He's but, like, I'm not gonna kill people, but I'm gonna really fuck up people's lives. Like in a nutshell, he just like throws on like he wants to throw on this huge like festival yeah. based off of a fucking app first. That, yeah, that was like an app to hire like that, uh, celebrities. And he had that little. Uh, yes, we know the you're wrist brace. Jumping, was you're jumping towards that. the end of. The, oh wait, oh yeah, you're, you're just Mike. Yeah, um, I should. Yes, he did another thing before that with a wrist brace. What was it called, Slam? Magnesis. Yeah, so something yes. like that. It was a credit card. It wasn't yeah, a wrist brace. Like, it yes. was a it was a heavy metal credit card yeah, that so he. Something I wasn't gonna throw in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so now that he ran another fucking scam. scam, he ran another scam. He ran yes. a lot of scams. Yes. <laughs> so, so basically, yeah, no, what Fire was is yeah, it was an app that he made with he partnered with Ja Rule, ja Rule. and they made an app where you can book big talent through this app. It was supposed to be like. The Uber for booking talent. That's and great. They, like it does sound great. Yeah, like, that could still be. He could have made millions just off of that. Yeah, off yeah, that I part. thought so. But he had to put on Firefest. Yeah. So and, and how he came to that decision was great too because it was one of his guys that he had hired to make the app was like, well, why don't we like do a music festival? And he was just like, done. That's what we're gonna do, and just fucking went with it. He <laughs> said he bought. They don't even know if it was confirmed if he really did buy it or not. It was Pablo Escobar's island? Like, yeah, no, yeah, he didn't. They they did they did confirm he did that he it? did not buy that. Yeah, oh, he, he didn't. He didn't it. own it. Okay. Well, that's why, because because what had happened. That's what I thought. Like they were just yeah. like letting him use it. Yeah. So he had said that I've and he, there's even footage of him being like, we've owned this uh, island forever. So what had happened is the guy wanted to get a better name for that island because it was known as Pablo Escobar's Island. So he was like, hey, you can promote yeah, your as thing. As long as you don't say and, as long, and then like the day the he drive. got it, that literally it was like a day after he was okayed the island. He was like, Pablo Escobar's Island. In, and then, in, the, in like, the ad, it said, yeah, yeah in the ad. Pablo Escobar, lived like Pablo Escobar for a day. Yeah, what a scumbag. And, All and he that, did was like not say it was that. Yep. And, like he would have been able to use that island. So then he had to like scramble for another place. They went to other islands. He found Six like, weeks before the festival. He found like an unfinished like uh, resort, like, uh, yeah, that, what's the fa- like a foundation? He found like yeah. a bunch like cement. He just found mm-hmm. cement. He's like, we're doing it here. <laughs> and, and then like what he also promised um like yachts and like uh, penthouses and shit. Oh, all kinds yeah, of shit. So so it was yeah, great about shit. the island thing of where he got kicked off of Pablo Escobar's island because <laughs> that that dude wasn't fucking around. He was like, no, you're gone. And yeah. then the other island he found wasn't even a fucking island, and he just like photoshopped it to make it look like it was a private island when <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, it was the, like a city. Yeah, the the, uh, the the shit I said the, the foundation. Yeah, they photoshopped yeah. it to make it look like it was an island. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> part of a huge island. It was the yeah. biggest island in the Bahamas. <laughs> yep. Wasn't there supposed to be like the luxury? tents there for like the guests yeah and they, instead they were those like and they got hurricane shelter yeah, got... <laughs> oh it was such a piece of shit but I, one of the guys was like leaking info to like yeah. somebody yeah. and then like he kept like but it was like what it was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for this weekend like is that like i the, think so i, be, I believe it was like a lot was that and, or is that like the going rate it might have been but, something like that, but I know, like, what Billy did, because he was literally just kept... Ran- it Like, the whole fire Festival was, like, a bunch of little scams together because he kept, like, all right, we need more money. Let's do another scam. But what did he do, too? <laughs> he got the models to, like, film the video, to, yeah. like, make the ad. And, like, supermodels, huge supermodels. Like the, the it was, like, the top ten biggest supermodels. But then, like, he wanted everybody to film everything. So you saw, like, Ja Rule and him being shitty to them. Yep. And you saw, like, them, like, high-fiving and toasting over the fact that they were going to be ripping off, like, millennials. We were going to be ripping off dumb kids. Like, so Ja yeah. Rule is just as much of a piece of shit <laughs> yes. as Billy. And, like, they was totally in on it, totally in on it. It had to be. Um, even the part where he's like, yo, 
we were seeing a pig. Like, the guy didn't want to, like, the one guy on the island didn't want to let them see, like, one of his pigs or something. He's like, no, we've seen that. We're doing pig. this. We're yeah. doing that. So I'm Ja Rule. Going back to the models, too, like, there was a really awkward scene yes. where, like, Ja Rule, like, they were all drunk, and Ja Rule's drunk, and Billy's drunk, and Ja Rule just, like, turns to the models, and he's like, yo, we're going to run into the water, and you guys are going to chase after us, and we're going to film it. And the models were like, no. we're going to chase you? Like, what the fuck you is this? Like, uncomfortable, and yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. And did they just not do it at all? Like, they just didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. They just never got that shot. Because everybody was like, what are you trying to do here? Like, we're not, we're just drinking and partying at night. Like, he was an asshole, too, because he told them to film everything. So that's all the evidence yeah. anyone ever needs. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, there's a Hulu one, too, right? Because my, yeah, uh, my friends at work remembered it. Like, you said you remembered when it was originally mm-hmm. being pitched. My friends, Colleen and, uh, and Steve. But Colleen said she heard the Hulu one's better. But Ryder said that she hasn't seen the Hulu one, but it covers more of the, uh, the criminal, like, investigation but you said it's got an interview with him yeah so 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 the no no yeah it's more the uh the criminal investigation i think the hulu um so so the difference between the hulu and the netflix one well not really a difference but uh, a conflict which i think is great because they're both accusing each other of one's more ethical than the other because so (laughs) so basically the netflix one hired uh fuck jerry which was the social media company that like promoted all this yeah so they're paying fuck jerry so people are like well that's fucked up that you're paying ja Rule these guys said that. it's fucked up that should be going the ja Rule's right, ja Rule said that. now hulu they're paying billy because they interviewed billy so oh, billy is yeah, getting no, should, money he shouldn't get money from hulu shit. oh i thought they were paying some another company no they're paying oh, billy yeah, directly no, that should not have that yeah. like the people the fucking people he ripped off. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I heard a lawyer say that, that like, well, you got to understand that the money that Billy's going to get, oh, yeah. he's probably just going to give it to the people yeah. that he fucked no, he's over. not. So. Give a con man money? No. He got like, he was, uh, he was arrested and then out on bail and was like scamming people already. Like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> that was the best too. I fucking love that. Oh. So after he no. scammed all these fucking people, he gets let out of jail on bail because they've already said like, you're fraud. Like they've proved that he lied about everything. Like he told... Um, all his investors that his company was worth ninety million dollars, where it came out that it was worth like sixty thousand, like not even, not even close to ninety million. Like it was, it it was nothing. It was shit. But he wasn't even pitching his company. He was pitching the fucking fuck Jerry or whoever made the app. He was like, he was selling like another. The company wasn't. Oh, even oh his. well, what happened when he came out on bail is that he um. He started a new company called oh. New York City VIP, and he hired this dude named Frank. Oh. And oh. this guy Frank, no. I thought it was is, a continuing fire when he was doing. No, that. he started a new company, but he was like, I, I, he's like, I'm dealing with all this shit from fire, so I need somebody uh. to be the face of a New York City VIP. So he hired this guy <laughs> he Frank. Hired the Driz. And he hired the Driz. <laughs> and what's great about Frank is sweating. Frank is wearing not only a fire sweater, but a hat from Magnesia. So he's hat. he's yes. wearing Billy's merch. Yeah. Which is just amazing. They brought Magnesia back for, did they bring it back for the thing? And the island had no that part of the island had no internet, but he claimed those, he claimed like he had that bracelet thing, yes. like, load yeah, money yeah, on, yeah. and that's how he scams some people like last minute. Yeah, last minute because he needed more money. I think nobody even knew if like that thing was like gonna work. I don't yeah. think any of them are like, yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't even have a clue if <laughs> they this. And, is and they dropped money on this like bracelet, last minute because so. he's scrambling for more money. He starts emailing everyone who's got a fire ticket, like, oh, mm-hmm. we got these bracelets and you got to load this amount on <laughs> most. Most people do this, but I suggest way higher. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's scummy. To this the is court. how you're gonna have to use this. You need this to be able to use all the stuff on the island. So then, what? The people that bought tickets showed up, 
which was uh, the night yeah. before it like poured rain so all those tents got fucked up all those yeah. like air mattresses that's all they had in them were fucked up uh and yeah. the tents are great i think saliva said earlier because like the tents are he like he was selling like luxury villas they yeah. were supposed to be like these amazing tents and like he didn't fucking have those so he just got like hurricane tents, like, like there were they yeah. tents left over from hurricane matthew and he set those up and then yeah it fucking rained what was the, the night crew the day before too? the was crew building shit like what did they actually build this the stage for the concert like i think so yeah which is another thing too really that was like great anything. like he pitched like all these like major major artists like fucking blink 182 uh yeah. major laser i think and uh like lil yachty and then other people and then like the best is like uh blink just opting out at the end they're like the, you know they saw some bad press because there was a lot of shit going around yeah. at that point yeah uh and they were just like yeah we don't think we can give our fans the concert they deserve <laughs> you know they were like how do we get out of this shit but then the people like showed up and he had them like go to a fucking bar and got them all liquored up, and then like yeah. brought them to that fucking shitty shithole, and then like it was just like a, it was a fucking uh, yeah. like a, a looting like situation. Because he stands like, up on like a crate or something, and they're like, "What do we do? Like, what if we paid for a villa?" He's just like, "Everybody who paid for a villa, go pick a tent." So they all just <laughs> fucking run to go grab tents. And yeah, like you said, it's a like looting the mentality. They're like stealing fucking mattresses from other tents. And yeah. one guy said that he saw a lady with a pallet of toilet paper, and she just took it. Were just it's, drunk and lost and couldn't find their. They were fucked and up and probably like panicking because it did. It looked like a fucking like concentration camp. They're running. <laughs> um, didn't they hire like a Navy SEAL or something towards the end? And this guy was like, "No, this yeah. shit's not gonna." Yeah, work. The, the Navy yeah, SEAL was just laughing. Same with the pilot. I love the pilot. He was a great guy. And then he like didn't he just like uh like offer his help like didn't he just was like I, i'm coming i'm gonna i want to be part of this or something or i think something. so yeah and the pilot was it was uh uh keith the pilot he was a european <laughs> guy that flew what? there so first okay. of all my favorite thing about keith the pilot is that he learned how to fly through a flight simulator yes. so he got himself like an xbox plane. one yeah. and like played some flight he simulator <laughs> and learned how to fly a he plane was awesome but then like he tried staying in the tents and him and his wife, they said it was miserable. It they was got, worse. They yeah, got it was terrible. By mosquitoes all yep. night. And he told them, when he told Billy, like, that's, these things yeah. aren't going to work at all. Billy just fired him. He Yeah, because he had, like, this whole map. And he's like, Billy, like, you're going to need, like, all this plumbing. Like, you just can't do it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the next day, he gets, like, a message from Billy. Or it was like, you yeah, we got to let you go. Or We're finding somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, but and Billy was told several times, like, this isn't going to work. And he would just fire anybody who fucking told him that. And he and, just like, kept going. And, like, threaten all them. And, uh, yep. like, yeah, so, like, I think maybe they either thought, like, it could be pulled off maybe until the end, but the gay guy was great. Then he told him to go suck that guy's dick to get the water out of yeah, customs. Like the, the uh, that guy was awesome too. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I love too the conference call at the end when like, I don't know, how did they meet? They met after or something? But After met... they went to the fire office and, yeah. even B and Billy was there and he's just like, you know, we're going to recover from this. They brought up like Sam Samsung and they were like, you Everyone's... know, Samsung was blowing up yeah. people's faces and they Everyone's came back. Everyone's calling him out and he's like, and then, and then all of a sudden he gets Ja Rule on the fucking conference call. <laughs> yeah. And Ja Rule's like, yeah, fix this. Think of shit. And there's like just dead silence. And then he's like, wait a minute, we're going to put a spin on this. They're saying it's uh, fraud, but it's, uh, it's just false advertising. And yeah. I just screamed like, that is false advertising. But yeah, what had happened yeah. is somebody on the call was like, this is fraud. He goes, no. Yeah. No, I wouldn't call fraud. It's not fraud. It's, uh, it's false advertising. And yeah. 
No, that's oh, fucking man. fraud, you moron. Oh like, we need Slambo Fest. We, need, we do need a Slambo Fest. I want to take a video with you in a grass skirt in the backyard with like a kiddie pool. <laughs> and like a bunch of tan gay guys in thongs are chasing you. And then you fall in the kiddie pool and they rip your grass skirt off and they just rape you. And, uh, <laughs> wow. And uh, something like that. Maybe we get a couple like other cats in the neighborhood. Like it's like the wildlife. And then we just book them to stay here. <laughs> what? We'll get some, uh, we'll get some like uh, musician or something. We'll get some fucking. We'll get some like local homeless guy with a yeah. guitar. We'll, no, we'll, send you, we'll send you to Philly to get your friend. The one we're gonna pitch that as a, the greatest festival ever. Get raped by a bunch of gay guys. Gay yeah, oh, guys are gonna cats. sign up for this. Gay bottoms are gonna be into this. I'm telling you, gay millennium bottoms have a lot of money. They don't have kids to spend it on. We're gonna rip them off, and I'm gonna get You're a little right. John. I'm gonna get a little You're John right. on this shit. Yeah. Or a little Driz. It might be just might end up being a little Driz. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Then you're gonna be you're also gonna be the music guest. Yeah. yeah. Alright. I like this. It's gonna work out. I, I just gotta talk to a guy making an app. And uh yeah, I think it's gonna work. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh going back to I wanted to go back to because we, we started talking about Frank. So what happened is he Ooh. get he, um Frank the the dude that he hired for his second company when he gets out on bail. So oh. Billy gets out on bail. The Driz. The Driz, yeah. <laughs> Billy gets <laughs> Billy gets out was on Was he on, the mob guy? Wasn't there like a mafia? There guy was like a there was... no, dude, that guy worked for Chuck Su- Schumer. Yeah. Yeah, that was that guy was one? yeah, that guy was like an assistant of Senator Somebody Chuck Schumer. Mob or some well, they shit were saying like point. it it had that feel to it. Like yeah. they said he was a connected guy. Okay, that's and he was oh. he was connected to Chuck Schumer. I was He's, thinking like connected Chuck, to the mob. Like that's what That's I thought. what I like, thought what when the they said they... that, but no, it was uh, it said it on the bottom. It was like Senator Chuck Schumer is like assistant or something he oh, had. Wow. Yeah, no. I don't know how the fuck he pulled that. But <laughs> so, oh, so he gets it. So first of all, like it, it turned out that like and I all, thought he, he was lied. The same guy, I thought the Driz and him were the same guy. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought he was just out there doing the Driz. But so the FBI started investigating it because they saw that like okay, so Billy, the guy Billy, lied about everything. Like he told companies that he was making like ninety million dollars and he wasn't even making close to that. He just lied, 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 lied. So it was fraud. So he he got arrested. They let him out on bail. And while he's on bail, he starts this other company called New York City VIP. And so he is that when he was emailing the people. Yeah. So what he does like, is he I hires got Coachella tickets for a hundred bucks. Exactly. So what he did is he hired this guy Frank, and he goes, "Look, I'm starting this new company, New York City VIP. I want you to be a part of it, but I need you to be the face of it because I'm dealing with some of this shit from the fire thing." So the guy's like, "All right, that's fine." So he just. Collects all of the emails from the people that went to fire. That went to fire. So Such all the people that. he's already fucking scanned, and then has this dude Frank call them and email them, trying to sell them tickets to stuff that they couldn't sell tickets to. So like you said, Coachella, uh, uh, Taylor fucking Swift. Taylor Swift, and like you can't buy tickets to these things. And um, he made like. A hundred thousand, I think they said, just doing that. With that guy, but yeah, no, he was just such a scumbag. Such yeah. a scumbag to the end. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, FYRE, look it up on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I think it's about break time. Oh wow. Yeah. This, this, this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 75. 
How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. He, he, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey, guys. It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y. D-E-R-D-O-L-L dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Fuck yeah. Where's, uh, let's see. That one. Got the Driz Sings. Yeah. Yeah, what up? Where's, uh, that intro, blah, 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 Driz Sings the Hits. Now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. New rules. The Lepa? One, 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 one. Talking in my sleep at night. Making myself crazy. Out of my mind, out of my mind. Wrote it down and read it out. Hoping it would save me. Too many times, too many times. My love, he makes me feel like nobody else. Nobody else. But, but my love, he doesn't love me. So, so I tell myself, I tell myself, one, don't pick up the phone. You know, he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, don't let him in. You'll have to kick him out again. Three, don't be his friend. You know you're going to wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got new rules. I count them. 
I got new rules. I count them. I gotta tell them to myself. I got new rules. I count them. I gotta tell them to myself. I keep pushing forwards, but he keeps pulling me backwards. Nowhere to turn. Nowhere. Nowhere to turn. No. Now I'm standing back from it. I finally see the pattern. I never learn. I never learn. But my love, he doesn't love me. So I tell myself, I tell myself, I do, I do, I do. One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, don't let him in. You'll have to kick him out again. Three, don't be his, don't be, don't be his friend. You know, you're going to wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got new rules. I count them. I got new rules. I count them. I got to, I got to tell them to myself. I got new rules. I count them. I got to tell them to myself. Practice makes perfect. I'm still trying to learn it by heart. I got new rules. I count them. Eat, sleep, and breathe it. Rehearse and repeat it. Because I, I got new. One, don't pick up the phone. You know, he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Alone. Two, don't let him in. Uh oh. You'll have to kick him out again. Again. Three, don't be his friend. You know you're gonna wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got new rules. I count them. I got new rules. I count them. Ooh, oh, ooh, oh, ooh. I gotta tell them to myself. I got new rules. I count them. Baby, you know I count them. You gotta tell them to myself. Don't let them in. Don't let them in. Don't, 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 don't. Don't be his friend. Don't be his friend. Don't, don't, don't. Don't let him in. Don't be his friend. Don't, 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 don't let him in. Don't, 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 don't be his friend. Don't be his friend. Don't, 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 don't. You're getting over him. (laughs) 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 That sounded like just the Driz was talking to us. Yeah, I was. I was about my boy. Beautiful. My boy Billy McFarland. <laughs> he took advantage of you. Back yeah, he fucking did. Fire rap days. <laughs> All right, and uh, Slambo, control your voice volume. Don't blow mm. shit out. All right, I'll lower your mic, but I can only do so much. <sighs> this is uh, Electric Boogaloo Two. We got uh, Trish and Gordon Martin from Lucid Frame at Lucid Frame on Twitter. Follow them, Lucid Frame. Productions uh, at Spicoli TV on Twitter. That's uh, that's our narrator. We got at Flirt Rider Doll. That's the Fembot and at Gerpod G R R P O D. That is Dongatello. Right. But uh, this is too many rapes. Electric Boogaloo. Right. Electric Boogaloo Two. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lost in Rapes
after decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are Lost in Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After burning Dolo the Deceiver's lab full of dead babies and exterminating his electricity field, Frankie, Daxter, Brian, and Greaser fell down a trap door. After plummeting for 20 minutes, they landed in a giant underground cavern full of millions of dead babies. A lot of these nasty motherfuckers still had umbilical cords. After being down there for a few minutes, the legend of dead babies came to life attacking the crew. The guys fought off and killed however many they could until one of the zombie babies spoke. Greetings, humans. You are in the underworld of undead babies. Why have you attacked us? Uh, I can ask the same thing of you, you walking abortion. We just got thrown down a fucking chute and landed here when you fuckers started coming at us. Sorry for the confusion. We were imprisoned here by an evil tyrant named Dolos the Deceiver over a millennia ago. We thought he had sent his army down here to take some of us up to his laboratory. Uh, then we're gonna have to kill you, you pieces of shit. We know Dolos is powering his electricity field with dead baby souls. You fuckers are gonna die by the hands of Captain Tubestakes and Rapeforce. But Captain Tubestakes, we want revenge against Stolos as well. If we join forces, we can take him down once and for all. It's true that he used the fetuses upstairs for his planet's electrofield, but those of us who remain down here power his entire city, including his population. They're really just automatons that run off our spirit energy. If we band together, we can take him down for good. Uh, then I guess we're fighting with you nasty little cunts. I do like this chubby one with the axe, though. What's your name, little fella? I don't have a name, Mr. Tubestakes. And I'm gonna call you little clumpy. The axe-wielding fetus with a heart of gold. Come on, buddies. We're marching up to the city, and we're gonna take it from that freak. Or my name isn't Francis Tiberius Tubestakes. Hey, we're with you, FWT. <laughs> Meanwhile, up on the planet's bustling metropolis... Whoa, guys. How long have we been doing drugs and getting fucked on the ass for? We've been doing drugs for three days, but we've been fucking your asshole, baby. Yeah! 
Wow, it's been so much fun. I'm still trying to get all the shit clumps out of my fur. I'm a bunga. Nah, but guys, I just went to want to check on Frankie, on Brian, the vape monkey, on Slurpee, on none of them in their rooms. And there's more. When I track their rape communicators, it's showing the thousands of miles under us. But let's grab our Nazi weapons and find out what the fuck that where the fuck they are right now. That's what friends do for each other, right? Right, Father Bounty? Yo, yo, yo. My friends do a little more than that for me. Here's what they do. Yeah. Yo, my friends. <laughs> my friends are the best friends. They're the only friends. You don't have friends like the friends that I have because your friends probably don't fuck you in the asshole. Yeah, my friends fuck me in the ass. They fuck me so hard in the ass. That's how I know they're my best friends. Well, really, to tell you the truth, they're all really my best friends, but the ones that come in my little asshole, they're my best friends for life. My B. FFLs. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you gotta come in the Drizz's asshole to be his BFFL. That's right. Yo, motherfuckers, yeah, come yeah. in my ass. Come in my ass. Yeah, come in my ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really missed you too, you fucking dickless cunt. But at least your shitty song passed the time for us to walk to the palace. Inside the palace, the remaining members of the rape force seek an audience with Dolos. I can see how you're all alarmed, but you can rest assured they're all safe and sound. They've just gone on our planet's spirit journey day trip. Yo, yo, yo. I think we can trust him. And I want to go on that trip too, guys. Uh. <laughs> Are you imbecile? I don't know if your community college taught you vocabulary. But this asshole is lying to us. His name is Dolos the Deceiver, you nincompoop. No one lies to me except mine Fiora. Attack! Within minutes, the remaining rape force has subdued Dolos' mechanical soldiers. Things are looking pretty bleak. Back on Rape Force 1, the sexy fembot wakes up alone. Captain? Captain? Are you there? Baby? Fuck, he's gone. Ooh, he better not be out whoring around with some cheap sluts. I'll kill those fucking bitches and then him. Ooh, now I'm mad. Wow, this is some crazy shit. What's gonna happen with Frankie's new army of zombie fetuses? What's the next Phantom Boner's song gonna be? And will the Fembot kill the captain? You'll just have to wait until next week's exciting conclusion. That's too many rapes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I, I can't have them, like, drop into a cell. Like, that happened already in uh, The Rape Queen Cometh. <laughs> the Rape Queen. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm just on Underworld, the fucking dead fetus 
fetuses. And for Frankie to get him as an army, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, I like Very a little cool. clumpy. That's why I told you to mute the mics just in case anyone laughed because those lines are amazing. That <laughs> yeah, was, man, that was Trisha and Gordon Martin. Okay, cool. From Lucid Frame Productions, yeah. And she's got a new show um, on uh, YouTube. It's amazing. Uh, let's see. Is it called Lucretia? Let me see uh, what their YouTube is and I'll fucking give it a shout out right now. It's, it's really good. It reminds me of... Uh, I think they've only had one episode so far, but it reminds me of uh, like Space Ghost, the comedy. Okay, the, cool. It's that good. It's that good. And I got... I got her on next week, I think. I got, awesome. I got Trisha on next week at 8. Um, Trisha's great. It's yeah. been a while. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, she was like moving. I think they were moving. I, th- I don't know if they bought or they run a fucking theater. Uh, they also have the production company. Um, let's see. I, it should be in my history because I watched. It, it's called like Hanging with Lucretia. Um, it's Lucid Frame Productions on uh, YouTube. And yeah, Hanging with Lucretia, episode 1. J.M.I. Gallagher, and he's awesome, too. He's a horror author. author. Cool. So, it's really cool. Really fucking cool. Check it out. Like I said, just real reminiscent of, like, Space Ghost. Coast to Coast. Which was great. That was a great show. Uh, like, I don't know if I loved it at first, but it's something I loved more every time I saw. Yeah, And yeah. then, like, the last season, especially, it was, like, the funniest. I was fucking, like, so in on it. And then, all of a sudden, they were like, yeah, no, it's over. It's like, fuck. Fuck, because it got, like, greater and greater. I love uh, Zorak. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. That's why I tell Trisha. Like, like, they do need some sort of, like, musician. Yeah. Zorak was the, the piano player, right? Or the keyboard player? Was he the, like, yeah. the Mantis thing? Yeah. That yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Brack. And then Brack the Brack show was amazing. Show, that was yep. so good. So good. All those shows back then were the best. Fucking Sea Lab 2021. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Fucking uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. That was, like, the first fucking anime they ever played. Space Coast to Coast was um Space Ghost Coast to Coast was very much kind of like a podcast the way yeah. it was done like it's a little bit ahead of its time. That's what, like yeah, they, 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 I'm telling you like dead if you watch it it's going to be the first thing it like rem- reminds you of like Cool. It's great. It's really good. Really good. All right. I think that's about it. I think we'll take a fucking break. Yeah. Sounds and, good. Slambo, uh, get me a beer. God damn. God damn. Where's that? You don't want to talk about his weekend, do you? What? <laughs> Last week? Where Slambo was on the weekend? Uh, sure, it's riveting. <laughs> it's nothing new. It was boar oh, hunting. Yeah. <laughs> it was boar hunting part three. <laughs> God damn. We'll be back. Oh, yeah! <laughs> this, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt? My friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill. So you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at Flirt Rider Doll, 
and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. It's all the news. I got some like the can man if we have time. Ooh. I don't care. I'm just bored of him. But it's some good shit. It's some like good shit worth playing. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh couple, definitely the first. Yep. Uh let me see. Let me say. Uh Florida. Totes, Florida. Mm. What is that? Uh Comps. What is I should pick the last one. Yeah. Y'all, this guy's named Cedric. All right. Yeah, fucking Cedric. That's that's what decides it for you. I like that. I like you, you fucking simpleton. Fuck. And it was just the next one in the list. He didn't even read the whole headline. He's just like, y'all, it says Cedric. Couple and teen, son arrested in killing of a seven-year-young boy buried in the snow for not knowing Bible verses for the win. Yeah. Cops say, is that what you do, Chris? Yeah, that's right. That's if you don't fucking know the Bible, you're fucking getting buried in the snow. You remember the Bible yeah. verse? Now, now you're going to remember. Now you're going to remember you're going to be getting killed. Yeah. A Wisconsin couple and a teenage son have been arrested in connection with the killing of a seven-year-old boy who was severely beaten and buried in the snow. Didn't they think the snow was going to melt, Chris? Yeah, I don't think so, but what I think what happened here is they were going to be like, this is what happens when you don't know your Bible verses. This is where you're going to go. So they killed him so he would see that he's going to go to hell if he doesn't know his Bible verses. Yeah. Driss 316 said, kind of drizzles where you can rise again. Yeah. Timothy and Tina Holoshitz and their 15-year-old boy, little Holoshitz, were charged Friday in connection with the uh, April 2018 death of Ethan Holoshitz. Are they related? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he died from hypothermia and blood force trauma to the head for the win. Chest and abdomen for police said. What do you think of that, Wavy? Yo, fuck that guy. Why are you bringing that guy in? The couple had custody of Ethan, his twin brother and sister, <laughs> according to a uh, criminal complaint. Timothy, 48 years young, is charged with being a party to murder and contributing to the delinquency of a child. 
Tina, 35, with a crooked neck, if you scroll up and see her. Mm, yeah, she's fucking hot. Would you fuck her? Mm, yeah, I'd fuck her. Yeah, you my crooked crook neck girl. Would you let mm. her teach you uh, Bible verses? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of shit to my crooked neck girl, and I'm going to learn some Bible verses just for her. While I'm fucking my crooked neck girl in the ass, I'm going to say some fucking Bible shit. Mm. That's not me. That's not allowed. They kill the whole city for mm. that in the Bible, you fucking heathen. Yeah, I'm fucking rewriting shit. Timothy, uh, order needs to carry a 44-pound log for hours around uh, the time uh, around the family's snow-covered backyard as punishment for not memorizing Bible verses. The complaint states he ordered the teen son to supervise the discipline. So he didn't he didn't kill him. Nobody killed him. The log killed him, right, Chase? Yeah, I said he just was just weak. That's what happens. You gotta fucking get rid of the weak. Ethan only weighed 60 pounds and was forced to carry a stump. What was his name? A little stumpy? Yeah. I would have called him that. Frankie, uh, uh, Frankie, uh, uh, two snakes would have called him a little stumpy. Yeah. That's what they used to call the drizz. Shut the fuck up. I don't day, fucking like bro. you. <laughs> Florida woman, go ahead. Start the next story. I don't want to fucking listen to this guy. <laughs> little stumpy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Florida woman caught stealing lots of dough. From local Little Caesars. What about Little Drizzles? Yeah, nobody steals any dough from Little Caesars. We don't have little any. Ah, a Little Drizzles. A Florida pizza shop manager was allegedly not making enough dough at a job at a local Little Caesars, and she's now accused of swiping nearly sixteen thousand dollars from the business for the win, according to Boynton Beach Police. Yeah. The owner, uh, eatery of the eatery, spotted uh, Jane Janae Marie Evans. On surveillance footage, allegedly suffering what appeared to be three hundred dollars uh, in bills into a purse. Stop oh, it. what the fuck! I thought she was taking dough, not bills. Y'all, this is fucking false advertising. They fucking lied to us. This is like Ja Rule all over again. It was like fucking fraud. Hey, Wavy, you ever, you ever uh, false advertise Wavy for a festival? Of course he's yeah, had. He's a fucking scumbag. He's like the biggest scumbag in the fucking world. I heard it was the Wavy festival. For the Wavy festival, bro. He went on to review more than 160 hours of videos, which allegedly showed Evans making no sale entries for the win, opening the cash register multiple times, and even failing to move the cash from the register, just right in her purse, right in her fucking purse. Would you fucking drizz? Oh, nah, she hasn't got a crooked neck. I only fuck girls with rainbows in their eyes and fucking crooked necks. But that's little Caesar money we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't care about little Caesar. The fuck little Caesar. The business owner determined that Evans 25 has swiped about $50,963 from the eatery for the win, which he worked uh, from September 10th through November 30th. That's not too long, is it, Chris? Uh, nah, it's not long at all. I don't know about calendars. Uh, Do you know about calendars? What's your favorite calendar? Like uh, guys with mullets or uh, cats? Yeah, I like fucking polar bears. Yeah. Polar bears, uh, yeah, I, I agree. You yeah, know, I mean, I don't like them on a calendar. Point. I said I like fucking polar bears. They're okay, nice and cold. Okay, fucking asshole. <laughs> Further uh, video shows Evan taking money and either placing it in her purse, a bank bag, or concealing it another way. That means putting it in her pussy, right, Tris? Yeah, yeah so that's the only way you can seal shit. That's the only yeah. Tris dates you. Yeah. Evans was fired and arrested February 2nd by U.S. Marshal Southeast Street. Southeast Regional Fugitive Task Force. She was released on $6,000 bail. I conceal everything in my vagina. <laughs> what do you think about that, Wavy? Yo, fuck I think him. it's uh, pretty uh, revolting, actually, bro. You got a good point there, Wavy. <laughs> Y'all fucking love this guy's this name. for you, Driz. <laughs> Cedric Marks, MMA fighter caught after escaping a police van. 
Did he fight his way out, Jez? Yeah, of course he fucking did. He's a badass fucking. You don't fuck with Cedric. Cedric is like better than The Rock. You ever do MMA, Wavy? Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Did you do you win? know what Cedric is cooking? An MMA fighter facing murder charges. Escape custody for nine hours before being caught on set. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Police in Conroe, Texas, just inside of Houston, said Cedric Joseph Marks, 44 years young, ran away from the Texas prison and transport services stand uh, when it stops for McDonald's. You ever drizzle by McDonald's, Chris? Yeah, no, nah, I don't like fucking McDonald's. I stay away from those. What about Szechuan sauce? Would you ever drizzle Szechuan sauce? Yeah, that's a hard question. Fox was uh, being taken from prison in Michigan after being captured by uh, U.S. Marshals on warrant for burglary of a home. That seems like a lot to go from burglary to murder. Uh, yeah, and don't call him fucking Marx. His name is Cedric. Marx was in yeah, uh, the streets, according to CNN affiliate KPRC-TV. But after he escaped, he was able to get out of shackles. Lieutenant Dorsey McGinnis of the Conroe Police Department said during a news conference on Sunday that two employees from the transport service and nine other inmates were in the van at the time. Who did he kill then? We do believe that there was one uh, guard in the van near or near the van. Do they know? They need to know. Of course they fucking know. McGinnis said, when asked whether Marks was being supervised, police described Marks as extremely dangerous. Cedric. Dangerous. Cedric. Marks is dangerous. Cedric. Lieutenant Scott Spencer with the Montgomery County Sheriff's Department tweeted Marks had been captured after an exhausting nine-hour manhunt involving multiple Montgomery County state and federal law enforcement agencies for the win. Marks faces charges in uh, multiple killings, officials said, including the death of Michael Swearnegan, 32, and Jenna Scott, 28, in Temple, Texas, in January, according to Conroe Police. Yeah, they call fucking Cedric. They call him Spider-Man. How did Marks kill him? Uh, How did Marks kill him? With his fucking webs because he's Spider-Man. Uh, Web to the face, bro. It actually does say they call him <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, you get that <laughs> A middle white fighter who also goes by the name Spider-Man. Wow. Real original cool. there, Because he Marks. his jizz? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, what's the uh, celebrity? celebrity news? Go over that first. Oh, of course. Uh, the best one. Swimbo go to the bottom. Yes, yeah, Swimbo admitted to being <laughs> yeah, part mid. of this. Down. <laughs> down. Uh, go HQ. Okay. And then go TG, the last one. The game. Yeah. The game was hot. That's all I heard. It's got big dick. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you today. From Boar Camp. From Boar Camp, Aline Neeson wanted to kill... What does it say, Slim? Black bastard. Uh, this is a, some black bastard that okay. raped a friend or something. After a friend was raped. Who raped uh, a friend, Slimbo? Some black bastard. Okay. Aline Neeson is coping. Copping. To go, copping. Is copping to go on the hunt for revenge decades ago against some black bastard... After a close friend was raped by a black man and says the experience taught him a valuable lesson. First of all, uh, there's so much wrong with this. Yeah. He was talking to just one female reporter and she records the uh, interviews on her iPhone. And oh. when he started talking about this, he just started blurting it out in the middle of an interview. Oh, she wow. like pulled her phone closer to like 
cut off like the recording, and he grabbed it from her hand and pulled it closer. Like he wanted this out there. Like wow. it, it didn't have to be out there. And then uh, also, um, what the what the fuck? Like she didn't have to phrase it this way. Like she was a written article. Like okay. she could have phrased it any other way. Like this is just bad on all parts. But same thing though. Like if a black guy or whoever killed, if anybody killed or raped, I mean, sorry, mm. raped a woman, that's not fucking a whole race. Yeah. That doesn't represent a whole race. What is it? Uh, rape is like just a mental, like a mental fucking thing. Yeah. You, you didn't rape. A black guy didn't rape a white girl for any reason. Like, yeah, you're fucking, you're dumb as fuck. And yeah, maybe you had that happen, but did you have to tell it? In, in you him, didn't you? Ha- and you didn't have to say it that way. Like, that's yeah, what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. say, some black bastard. Like, no, you just be like, so I, I almost uh, killed a guy that raped my friend and so that would have been good enough. Fucking, so it's just, yeah, yeah. Just typical race. Isn't all those movies like that though? Like, I gotta get, I gotta get. Yeah, the, that's what's great about back. this. I this gotta is, get the girl back because uh, the the Russian bastards like <laughs> fucking kidnapped her. It's his Taken Twelve. Yeah, Leon Neeson goes after uh, a black. Is he always like creepy? Like I think uh, my buddy tried putting on a movie as once. He's like, oh, this movie's great, and in like two minutes I had anxiety, and I'm like, I gotta go home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sucks. So he stinks. Yeah, you're right talking about the phrasing, too, because it says, like, you're out for revenge. But he clearly says, like, he had that thought in the past. So go granted after that, the rapist. Go after the rapist. Don't, yeah. don't go after, like, don't go around hoping a black guy. I just love, too, that no black guy fucked with him. So that, maybe that was his learning experience. Maybe he's just saying, like, oh, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, like, see, that is fucked up. I missed that part. Yeah, the, that? the actor says he walked the streets for days with a, what is that word, a cush? It's like a billy club. Yeah, it's, it's with called, like a billy club. It's like, uh, whatever, the British slang or Irish slang. I, I don't know. As he looked for an opportunity to kill a random black man. Yes. So he was, like you said, just taking out on that race because his friend was raped from, by a black man. I he was going to could kill realize, a black yeah, guy. Yeah, that's not, that's not the race. Yeah. That's, I think a 10-year-old could realize that. Like, I think anybody with, like, anybody that could, like, critically think of a situation would fucking, like, realize. So, yeah, no, that's not a race. Mm. That's one fucking incident. Nobody even said... Like, I'm sure he's telling this bitch in this fucking interview. I'm sure he told other people. And I'm sure, like, somebody could have said, like, wait, dude, what? So this is the actual clip of him saying it. You want to listen to this? Yeah, I guess play away. Ugh. Yeah, that's... T- I, I didn't know that. Oh, of course it's an ad. Buy Tums. Your stomach hurts. I can't even, like, do anything. It's You're just, like, chili forcing... Fest. Yeah, buy Tums. Tums bubblegum. Tumblegum. Yeah, I'm going to be hosting Tums Fest. T-Y-M-S. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. This is true. I'm not going to use any names, but I was... Oh, but I'm just going to use a lot of racial slurs. She told me she had been raped, but she handled <laughs> the situation. <laughs> Wait, is that she handled I, the situation? I, I know, but I have to back up because she just the way he said that was like he talks in the me. movies. Yeah. She told me she helped him rape. That's what I'm saying. I think he is the movie. Yeah, I story. So. This is true. I have anxiety I'm not already. I not use any names, but I was away and I came back and... She told me she had been raped, but she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? <laughs> no, that's all Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! 
Wow! Uh, a friend, a female friend of his said she was raped. That wasn't in the, the article, was it? I didn't see no, that. I didn't even Holy see that fuck! Uh, yeah. That's not he the first thing you asked, Liam. And then he said next to she said it was a black person. Black person. I went up and down the areas with a car. Gosh, that's that weapon. Hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. Are you laughing in your three minutes, Lambo? Hoping some <laughs> black <laughs> bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know? Yeah, so that's. That that's a, yeah, what a scumbag. Come on. So yeah, yeah so him. he, he so he asked this girl like, "What color? Like, who does that? Yeah, I was raped. What color was he? Was like, no, that's yes, not no. the first Why thing you could. Fu- that is terrible. Is just raped and like try to like whatever comfort oh. her or what color were they? No, you're fucking. Or even if 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 it was your concern of finding this guy, a better question would be, what did he look like? Even if you went through this ordeal or whatever, like, learning experience you went through, would you blurt it out? And oh, absolutely interview, not. like, no. later, and then make sure it got recorded? Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. But I, I did see, uh, like, an updated story, I think just today or yesterday, that his, like, red carpet has been, like, pulled from whatever award ceremony or whatever. Like, good, yeah, no. That was the most racist shit I've you ever heard. You fucked up, and yeah, up. you made yeah. sure it got out there, you fucking yeah. scumbag. Yeah, yeah. I know Cyrus McQueen <laughs> tweeted something like great, like something else, and then with this, he's like, "Yeah, welcome to Black History. This is a great start to Black History Month." And then uh, some other uh, person tweeted something. That's why I was like, "Yeah, no." And and people were like talking shit on her in the tweet, and uh, I was just like, "Yeah, no. There's no way. It's absolutely racist. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. racist. Like yep. that is no. There's no better picture of racism mm-hmm. than this. Like fuck." That is such shit. Yeah, you don't tell people that. There's no reason for him to have and like I said, admitted to that. Make yeah. sure it gets recorded. Ugh, so, yuck. Whatever. I say. Yuck. Next. <clears throat> next story. Oh, man. What is, uh... Oh, here we go. We lined it up. This HQ look. Trivia CEO Colin Kroll died from fentanyl, heroin, cocaine. OD'd. I'll take... Good for uh, what did Heron, uh, Colin Kroll die... For for five hundred hours. <laughs> this is gonna be one of the trivia questions. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I hope so. Hope so. Is this the thing on like the app or like whatever YouTube? Because my friend Jeremy used to play this like. Oh, it's a game. Okay, live I was wondering, trivia what is it? game on his phone. So I don't know. I'm guessing this is it. Like, and you can actually win like five thousand bucks or whatever. Like every episode. But I guess little Colin can handle the. Can handle the stresses of uh, hosting an online trivia show if this is the gent. Yeah, um, it just says that he died uh, of multiple drugs. The New York City uh, chief medical examiner tells TMZ Colin died from an acute intoxication due to the combined effects of fentanyl, big word, no, fentanyl, say big word. Uh, fluoro- fentanyl. He changed it with like her- fentanyl with codeine. Yeah. I don't know. Heroin, Heroin. and cocaine. Oh, yeah, yeah. cocaine. What is the Sambo? They've ruled his death. Wait, wait, wait. This is the the best part. They've ruled his death accidental. (laughs) He didn't expect to die from any of those. He thought he found found the right combination. (laughs) (laughs) He hosts a trivia show. That that couldn't have been on purpose. That had to be an accident. Somebody laid out a bunch of drugs in front of him and was like, all right, Colin, here's the question. Which combination of these drugs will kill you? I hope he pushed lesser <laughs> ones aside, like weed. Yeah, yeah. He was like, no. 
No marijuana. <laughs> I don't want. I want to take the hardest of hardcore. I want fentanyl and fentanyl plus. Why the fuck are you giving me a cigarette? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he got rid of weed. He got rid of like coke. That's right. Like the least fucking horrible of those drugs. Like <laughs> and everything else. Is what like, is? Th- I just want to know what instantly. Oh, that's, that's just a different version of how of do you fentanyl? mix two fentanyl <laughs> yeah. and heroin? Holy shit. You would think you would use one because you didn't have one of the others. <laughs> this motherfucker got them all. I hope it was like his first time, too. That was his first time doing anything. <laughs> the Coke is just the powdered sugar on top of the Like drugs I hope for years, like, his buddies, like, tried to get him to smoke weed, and he just wouldn't. But then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm doing this shit. He died in his bedroom, so, like, was he just doing that all by himself? It says Probably. that DHQ Honcho died back in December when cops found his body lying face down in his bedroom. Oh, with I was going drug- to like, choked on throb. <laughs> no, and it, face and, down, and, ass up. And all the drugs were just lying around him. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's an adorable scene. Yeah. As we reported Kroll's uh, GF. What the fuck kind of reporting Girlfriend? is that? Like, why would you put GF in your fucking article, you retards? Uh, told investigators. You couldn't even read the Fentanyl Plus name. It doesn't matter. Again. You can't do a big fucking word Plus, and then, and then abbreviate a girlfriend to GF. <laughs> Curls at G- GF. You gonna start your own app? I am gonna start my own app. It's gonna be called Water. You should do all those drugs <laughs> and live and teach yeah. them all that it it's doable. <laughs> you guys come to Waterfest? <laughs> she was. The popular mobile <laughs> trivia game. Yeah, I think that was him. I, it's the only one that I've ever heard anyone talk about. They were both doing drugs, him and his GF. Yeah. Has not been charged his in connection friend? with his death. <laughs> his guy friend. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me read that. Kroll's guy friend told investigators he, he was with him uh, the Friday night before he Say was found here. dead in Manhattan. I ran the investigation. <laughs> I was, thought you went to war camp with him <laughs> and his GF. Oh, yeah. They were there, too. Oh. <laughs> At least you lived, bro. I did. High five. Hey, he well, used yeah. to work for Twitter <laughs> and Yahoo. He was 34. Uh, he was young. And then others. That oh, died. yeah, I love that. Like, why? Why? Why would you even fucking include that? I love that? Amy Winehouse's man face and, like, perfect <laughs> movies. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I love McMillan's man face yeah. perfect movies. And I love crack horrors perfect <laughs> boobies and, and horrible man face. <laughs> Perfect movies. <laughs> They're all horrible Perfect man faces. Forever. Um, That's the thing. You get a horrible man face from doing those drugs. Yeah. Don't ever. Don't, Don't do fentanyl. It gives you a horrible man face. Horrible man face for the win. All right. So before I go to the next story, I'm just going to wrap it up with that line. Uh, fentanyl also played a role in the deaths of Tom Petty, Prince, Mac Miller, and Lil Peep. None of which are pictured below. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were the least fucking photogenic. I just want to show you the ugliest celebrities that died to like try to like. Who has man face? <laughs> Prince probably had the sexiest face. I don't even know what any of that is. What? The game. Try. Tarad? Tarad. Tarad. Against Tommy Loren? Yeah. Is a microwaved carrot. What does that even mean? Read the story. I'm going to have to. Yes. The game. Went after Tommy, Lo- Tommy Lauren, I guess Lauren, Tommy, Tommy Lauren, in a, big, in a way. big way, going after her for cracking jokes about Twenty One Savages, ICE. Arrest. Ice arrest. Oh, okay, so that was like another story. Like he, he did a song about how fucked up ICE is, and like now they're trying to like like kick him out of the country. He's from like uh, I think uh, uh, Britain. 
Okay. Uh, I think he's from uh, England, and he's a rapper, and he's here, but he tried to renew his license after doing that song or something, and now ICE is, like, targeting what him. What the that fuck was, is ICE? It's the, the, immigration, uh, the immigration, like, yeah. enforcement. Yeah. Oh. It's like uh, what, what, INS type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like they come for you and, like, evict you out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> so they've, yeah, they've been targeting, I guess, <clears throat> what did the game, like, defend him? And then this bitch said some shit. She went on a raunchy, profanity-laced rant. Ah, uh, uh, the rapper directed a sexually explicit series of insults Tuesday at the conservative Fox News contributor after Loren Mach-21's arrest Sunday by tweeting a reference to his hit track, Bank Account. I got one, two, yo, I got one, that two, song. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ice agents ready to deport you. That's what she said on, on Fox News. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she said fucking, it just like that. What a cunt. <laughs> what a fucking, yeah, that's, that's real. That's I, real reporting there. I was confused that the game was a guy. I thought the game yeah. was like a company. I didn't know no, it was a guy. Big dick. He's a rapper. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Games clearly not down with Tommy's attempt at humor, saying 21 Savage getting uh, detained by ICE is not funny, nor anything for your middle-of-the-mall clip-in-wearing hoe. Oh, ass to be <laughs> joking about. To be joking <laughs> about. <laughs> That's great. He also called her my great carrot because of her skin color. Where does it say, too? Is that... Where does it say, like, she... Yeah, just keep reading, I guess. Uh, the game goes on to sling a lot more mud, and it's pretty nasty. He got grimy. He closed out his rant by adding, here's some advice. <laughs> Stay out of the tanning saloon. Your salon. salon. It's not salon. the 1800s, <laughs> my friend. Tanning salon. You're starting to look like You're a sick tangerine. You're starting to look like a sick tangerine. Hashtag Frida Real. Hashtag 21. Someone please recommend a good yeah. burn center for her. <laughs> Hashtag thanks in advance. That's amazing. He also, like, I, I think in that little thing up there, which I'm too whatever far to read, but he also told her she had, like, an 80-year-old man's body. I don't know if that's in the article, but yeah. A uh, Game's not the first person to fire back at Tommy. Cardi B shot back. Uh, don't make me get my leech, and you should be scared yeah. because Cardi, Cardi B, B will B. fuck you up. Means fucking she, business. She will fight We've anyone. <laughs> As you know, uh, the two women are already happy. She even probably Nikki. had yeah. Even Nicki, Nicki Minaj also blasted her, saying uh, your obsession with our culture is scary to say the least. So she just targets she rappers after like maybe rappers or black people. I don't know. She constantly, I guess, has some smarmy cunty shit. N- well, Nicki said culture, so I'm assuming yeah, like so she's going rap. after rap. rap culture. I hate giving you the attention you so desperately uh, crave. Laughing at people getting deported as wow. if your ancestors discovered America. <laughs> Are you Native American, you fucking clown? Wow, Nikki. The game, yeah, Nikki's the best. Yes. <laughs> clearly wanted the game it on clearly the action. Won. All right. Did say one? Who? I want to know more about this. Tommy. Like, I gotta uh, I she, later I on. I'll look her up. Yeah, yeah I'm curious. Terrible, like fucking tanning booth experience and <laughs> fucking terrible like yeah 80 she's year old more arms. she's all, more arms than donald trump oh my that's God. an accomplishment arms there's nothing yeah, that's like disgusting ugh. let me make sure everybody at home fucking can see like, uh stick figure arms. tell me uh laurent loren whatever the fuck her name ugh. is oh she she looks fake as fuck he said she had a 90 year old white man body he said, yeah, you're, you're a 90-year-old white man having body sluts. <laughs> you fucking rock the game. God damn the game. The game for the win. All right, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess we'll play a little Mike 
Ooh. And then go to break. Any uh, like uh, anything to? Before? This is from the 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 bass guy show. Oh, all right. Love the bass guy. Bass guy's this amazing. Is like Love you, bass most, guy. One of his more recent uh, appearances on the bass guy show. Yo, bass guy's my number one fan. Uh, Did you guys work together? Uh, and also, we have uh, Chinese fans oh, on the New England right. Patriots have been really strong, appreciated to all Patriot Nation fans from the People's Republic of China. What? China? You, do you like the? Do you like China? <laughs> yep, I got a very good friend of mine who is also known as the Dong Family Enterprises by the name of Stephen Dong. What, what are some of your favorite countries? Mate? I want Stephen Dong. Besides Canada, oh, Great Britain, Japan, Australia, and New Zealand. And speaking of Australia, and I got a good friend of mine who is also Canadian by the name of Mick. Can you tell us anything else about other countries in the world, Mike? Great Britain, France, uh, Just naming them. Russia, I but I still, it's the number one is uh, the most controversial communist country in the world. Who else? North Korea. Korea. North Do you Korea. like North Korea? North Korea is a strict communist country on the guidance of who else? The third generation supreme leader. Kim Jong Un. The why? Every the why? Good, every woman who try to scam uh, try to scam people Just like Vanessa Brazil, they will be executed without warning by the North Korean. No man, men can do whatever they want. Well, that's not good, is it, Mike? So no, Mike... why? They commit crimes. They finally come, God, and give me girls. Got so, me uh, house. day three or day <laughs> two? I think so. Uh, this is uh, oh, the Royal Rumble will begin in 66 days from now. It hasn't Rumble. started yet, the Royal Rumble, no? No, no. The Royal Rumble is all in the past. <laughs> so that means, uh, guess what? Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins won the men's division. He will face against Brock Lesnar. You know what he do for Brock Lesnar to get oh, Seth What'd he do? He kick his ass yeah. on F5 five times. Ooh. I love Bass Guy playing laugh. Five times, wow. So wrestling is real, right? <laughs> no, it's real, but it's not big. This is real. I mean, really, really, really real. That's that's a lot of reallys. That must mean it's very real, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, uh, I heard He's that so uh, I heard oh, through social media and uh, from the press that you you are thinking about giving the Robin Slim show a second chance. I'm giving the second chance uh, when it's available possibly around eight or nine o'clock. But I'm going to reconsider if you make any laugh, die laughing hard. Doesn't like laugh. Oh. Mike to the future, it was totally a bad idea. What I'm trying to say is, I'm giving the future what's going on in Michael Mahomes' life and legacy. Yes, I'm coming to New Jersey, but not going to the Rob and Slim show. But I thought you were giving us okay, so you're chance. still upset with the Rob and Slim show, but you're showing compassion and you're going to give them maybe a second chance if they behave properly, right? If they, if they don't Gracious. behave properly, I'm banning from the show permanently. Did, did you block them before? Then you unblocked them or something? No, I didn't block them before, but I'm still watching this very carefully about these uh, controversial decisions and try to die laughing. Because they, they did some kind controversial of controversial laugh. Show, eh? They did some kind of thing called Mike to the Future or something, and you weren't very happy with it, were you? It's a bad idea. Okay, wh why Why did you and Robin Slim fall out? Yeah, because it's, um, the why, they continue to die laughing of... Uh, Mike to the future. It was their own version to compare with mine. 
Would you consider <laughs> so being a uh, guest back on their show again in the future if they if they play their cards right? If they play the cards right, I'm wanting to do them. But one more goof out of them out there, Ooh. when it's wearing or the FCTs, I kick them off. I'll ban them from Facebook forever. Okay, so that's the Facebook Robin Slim Show, forever. which is on tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, starring... 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're going on there for three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. And you, you go in and on, you're on their chat room, right? And you talk to them and you see if you can give them a good chance to be nice to you again. They better be nice to me or it's going to be, it says, I'm going to bring Joe Lagarde, the guy from Boston. Oh, I'm going to bring, oh, it's even worse. I'm bringing my own ninjas come to New Jersey. Ninjas? <laughs> ninjas. Yes. Like martial art ninjas. No, no. They're, they're American ninjas. He doesn't <laughs> like this. He's about to have it. Okay, so Chinese what's going to happen? Dude, we got slam bots. Fuck up your ninjas. Fan on them or something? You bet it is, my friend. You bet you it bet is. You bet it is. Well, I wouldn't want to mess with you, Mike. So what else is happening what? in the world of sports? All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Okay. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-605-1683. 800-605-1683. That's 800-605-1683. Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com Writer, actor, and director from L.A., Monty Gear. How are you doing, Monty? I'm good. <laughs> How are you? Good, good. Um... Uh, how long have you been acting for? I've been acting for like 12 years. Wow. You are highly <laughs> successful for, for only being around that long. Like, I don't, is that long in, in the industry? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because that counts some like kid stuff, you know, of like me. Like, cause I'm from Washington State. So, I, like, I started acting in these like youth camps, you know. So, there was no like audition oh. in Washington in the farmland. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, cool. That's still a, a, a foot in. Uh, yeah, totally. But I've only been in LA for like seven years, and I was in New York for like three-ish years. Okay, where did, did you go to New York Four, after yeah. being in LA? 
Did I go to what? Did you go to New York after being in L.A.? Yeah, so when I was like 16, I moved to New York during the summers, and then uh, I was 18, I went to college there, and then I moved to L.A. Oh, okay, okay. And are you most known for uh, MTV's Awkward? Yeah, I do. What For the, all the old men in the room, uh, e.g. me, <laughs> what is MTV's Awkward? It, well, I did read the premise of it, and it sounded great. It was like, uh, did a girl like have an accident and everybody thought it was like a suicide attempt? Yeah, so they called her like suicide girl and she didn't try to commit suicide. Um, <laughs> so that it's like, yeah. What were you gonna say? Like did that just set the tone like of uh of just an awkward like uh like life after that? Yeah, it's very it's like it's, it's a high school show, uh so it's all just how awkward high school is. But oh. not like a like it's dramedy, so there's like a love interest and stuff, but it's not like a bad 13 Reasons Why type show. It's, uh, like, we were interviews number one scripted comedy, so we were funny. I saw some interviews with you, and yeah, about the show, and uh, I don't know, did we watch a couple clips earlier? I, I think we watched a couple, and yeah, no, it seemed pretty, pretty yeah. decent. And what was your character Cole like? I was like, I'm like, I was like Seth Rogen and Freaks and Geeks, where everyone had like their own like drama, and I was on the side, always kind of just making fun of everyone for being so. <laughs> Dramatic and basic and stuff. Oh, that sounds like um, what I would have did. Like, yeah, I would have yeah. been like the side story guy. Just, yeah, like I actually like I almost uh, failed gym in high school because I would just not get dressed and sit on the side of the gym and make fun of everybody. <laughs> and my my teacher by like I think it was the last week of uh, of the school year was like, look, if you walk the track, I'll pass you. And I walked the track and I passed. So yeah. Wait, that's I, all you had to do to pass gym was walk it once. <laughs> he, he was like, did "Look, you wear gym clothes when you walked it, or was it your jeans?" I think I think I did it in the jeans. I can't remember for sure. Uh, there was also a day senior year where my mom had to come in and meet with every one of my teachers because they all just couldn't yeah. handle me. Like there it was, I was rocking. I was rocking senior year, bro. <laughs> you should have felt that claim. <laughs> I doubt that you did not pass gym. <laughs> Dude, I did. I earned it, Monty. Yeah. I earned that pass. Barely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god. What was your favorite thing about uh being on awkward? Uh like the script was really tight, um, as far as what words we could say or not, but they just let me do whatever I want. Um and because the character was so like crazy and wild, I always I would always like jump on the backs of like background actors without them knowing or like grab like throw yearbooks at them and it was very i could just scream all i want and it was very just like freeing to play this character who had no boundaries of his own so, like, you're bringing you know, me back dude i did that in college i went i went shockingly to one semester in college and i failed i, I would just jump on my buddy joe's back in the courtyard and one time in high school too we had a sub and i don't know why i decided to but I just opened the window and jumped out into the courtyard and started running around. I forget what I was screaming like, and uh, yeah, no, that was. I had to go to the principal's office. I had the. Yeah, I that's had exactly to. what my character. Did. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, what it what it sounds like, Monty, is that your character was based off of Rob, like somebody gonna, went yeah. to school with <laughs> him and was like this guy. <laughs> I was gonna ask them, Monty, were you that guy in high school? Were you that dude? Yeah, I for for like a week straight, I dressed up in like homeless clothes which is just my dad's like oversized clothes and I skipped class and I would just sleep on the side of like the like locker 
and people just let me do that. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love that so much. And what what else have you acted in, Monty? I saw a show that sounded really cool on hiatus with Monty Gear. Yeah, that was a uh, web show we did. It was on like YouTube. Uh, I mean, uh, Funny or Die, um, and um, and YouTube stuff. But uh, okay, yeah, that was just me and a lot of the awkward cast members and other uh, celebrities I know. Oh, that's and we cool. That to, uh, awesome. And other spots. Cool, um, cool. And that was about Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, I did some Lifetime film, uh, some other small TV bits. And then I'm a touring stand-up comedian, so I do that heavily. I saw that, dude. And I saw you've written a lot and of comedy. You've wrote, written for uh, some Comedy Central, <laughs> Roast, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, yeah, I'm Jimmy sorry. Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was on my very first day. I was interning there. And uh, on my very first day, I ran into one of the writers who was, like, in my improv class. And he's like, oh, you work here? I was like, yeah, you work here? He's like, yeah. Like, you should write me jokes under the table. So I started, I wrote jokes under the table. And then one of those jokes got on air that week. And, like, it was, like, an in-touch weeklies, like, joke of the week or whatever. And so, like, Jimmy Fallon said this. I'm like, no, I said that. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started, so then, so after that, I wrote on the show for, like, uh, whatever, sixty episodes or something. Oh, wow. Ooh, that is super cool. Uh, That's but like I'm still an intern. Now it's all writing. So like, oh. I'd be like running around with coffee in one hand, like a tray of coffee, and then my phone writing jokes in the other. Wow. And I'm like <laughs> super late, like delivering coffee because I'm like punching up this like stupid joke. Did anyone ever threaten your internship? Like you were late with my coffee. It's cold, and you were like, "Wait, I'm writing a joke no. for Jimmy. I'm writing Jimmy something right now." Like. Yeah, right? I'm literally sending jokes to Jimmy Fallon and your coffee could wait. How long have you been doing um, stand-up for, though? Oh, sorry, Monty. Yeah, all good. I'm sorry, dude. I was going to ask just, though, with uh, the stand-up, how long have you been doing that for compared to the acting? So I did – yeah, when I when I first when I first moved to New York, I did stand-up for, like, three years uh, when I was, like, 18, 19. And then um, – and then and then I stopped because I booked awkward and then did a lot of acting and auditioning and stuff. And I just got back into it last year, and now we're going on tour. It's it's me, RJ Mitty, who's been on your show. That's what I was going to um, ask about. Then, yeah, and then uh, and then my friend MJ, who uh, he's the number one best-selling author. He writes he writes the scripts uh, with like anonymous content, and uh, we're going on a big college tour. And uh, they, I do stand up on it, but it's, kind of, it's called the Roller Coaster Tour. And it's like this inspirational thing of like, everyone thinks like once you get on TV, you like made it. And then like, but that's not true at all. Life is always up and down. Mm. So we teach these kids like how we succeeded and then that how that like, we still have to keep working really hard that's and uh, try cool. like inspire them to pursue their dreams and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, Just as um being, having done what you would, what you've done, like what would be something you would, um, give as advice to somebody just starting out in either acting or stand-up? I mean, definitely just how hard I've had to work to do it. Like, I don't take weekends off or, like, really go out and drink with my friends. Uh, wow. I basically do this all day long. Um, so just telling them, like, what my average day is like. Like, I wake up at, like, 6, and I'm basically acting all day until, like, 6 p.m., and then I'm doing stand-up all night till like, 10 or 11 or mm. something. Wow. Um so, uh, yeah, and um, we kind of just tell them those stories and then stories of, like, you know, on set and stuff and stuff like that. Were you going to say something, Slim? Well, I was just curious. Um, So, like, after uh, Awkward, you were on, like, this TV show and everything, you still find it hard to find jobs after that? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm auditioning for stuff all the time. It's like I have wow. there's just so many really talented actors out there that like all of my friends who are on huge shows, even even all the all the awkward cast members um, have hard. It's always just hard to find new jobs. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm like I, I uh, I'm a spokesman <clears throat> with like John Hamm on some uh, commercials. And uh, he, he even talks about, after he booked Mad Men, he, he started as a comedy actor, and that was his thing. Like, he was just doing comedies all the time, and then he booked Mad Men. And then he was saying for, like, a couple years after Mad Men, he couldn't get any more roles because all the scripts they sent him were, like, a duplicate of Mad Men. Uh, that's what I was going No gonna, one thought he was funny. That's what I was wondering, like, maybe, like, like, a typecast thing. Yeah, like, after I did Awkward, it was a lot harder for me to get into dramas because they're like, oh, you're this funny guy on, like, Awkward. And uh, so it was like the reverse of him. But now he's like in tag and like all these big blockbuster comedies. But that just happened a year or two ago as far as his big movies. Yeah. And what yeah, do you, like Get SNL and 30 Rock and stuff. So, yeah, what, yeah. Do, what do you prefer, Monty? Do you prefer stand-up over acting or vice versa? Uh, I definitely, I like, I like both. Like I would like to be like a Chris D'Elia or like Kevin Hart who mm-hmm. are doing uh, you know, movies and TV shows, and then on their hiatus, they're doing stand-up. It kind of all like feeds each other. Do you feel that um, um, that taking time off from, do you feel like taking time off from stand-up, did that help? Did that let you, like, uh, did that, did that help you get better as a stand-up? Yeah, because, um, I, I spent a lot of time writing, like, scripts and stuff, so, like, my joke writing got a lot better, and then also, training with acting is so long and hard. It, like my stage presence got a lot better. Um, so I just became a better stand-up without me working on it for years because cause acting and script writing are so similar to it. Hmm. Cool, cool. And what, do you own your own uh, production company? Yeah, uh, that's what we did on hiatus. Uh, it's called Final Boss. It's a video game Final Boss. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're... Uh, Mainly, mainly I'm working on stand-up right now, so I'm not, like, producing anything huge. But that's something I'll have forever so that when I start... Um, like, we're, we're pitching scripts around right now, so if if they let me have my production company be part of it, that'd be awesome. That's cool. That's super cool. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, you just seem like you just landed. You just... You, you, you got everything. But it's it's still, like, crazy to hear that. Yeah, it's still hard. Still hard to not find yeah. a gig. Like, Wow. Because even with acting, you get paid like uh, only like two or three times a year. Uh, you get your big like lump sum for the season. Wow! So it's like it's hard. Like money's always hard because you're either like really rich or really poor, wow. no matter what it is. I was gonna ask if you wanted to adopt me or like be my BFF. Yeah, right. Like damn, now <laughs> depends depends what time of the year it is. No, I don't know if I want to hang out with you, Monty. <laughs> Monty, so so I'm curious. So you're now going out of the way to to teach kids what it what the grind is about like, is I what I'm that. kind of I, getting. I really like respect that. I, I do too. So I was yeah. wondering, so do you think a lot of people go into like, they say I'm going to be on TV or I'm going to be an actor or whatever. And they fail miserably because they don't realize that it's going to be that grind. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I know a lot of actors who are on TV and not on TV and definitely all the ones on TV work like work like it's the Olympics. Like they're just on it all the time. Just- pouring their like heart and soul into it and then people who just only spend you know four hours a week on it aren't going to compete with someone who's spending 12 hours a day on it wow yeah yeah 
that that's crazy. And, and a lot with you know with all of careers, but it's like you you have to fail constantly and you keep on failing. Hmm. And uh, even I have friends who are on huge TV shows who ran out of money and they're doing Postmates and they're on like giant giant Netflix shows that everyone knows. Um, but it's like they still struggle with it. And so many people stop acting or stop writing or stop doing whatever goals they have because they just hit these like um, points in their life where they, you know, they fail. And instead of just getting back up and doing it again, they just quit. They just so never recover. To like, yeah, keep going. Wow. And to learn from your failures. Because I guess they're thinking like, oh, it, you know, that guy over there, he was on one TV show, so he's big. Well, I was on this one TV show. I'm not big, so this isn't for me. Like, that's kind of like their mindset. Or like, yeah, this happens. This is just going to keep happening. Like, Yeah, or like, I'm going to try to act, and then a year goes by, and they haven't blown up, and they're like, ah, I can't make it. Yeah. But that's not mm. true. It took, you know, I've been doing it for 12 years. Wow. How did you connect with RJ, Monty? He, uh... So uh, my my buddy Nico uh, Awkward did a movie with him, and then they started hanging out a lot, and I would go to, like, their premieres for their movie and press stuff, and then we started hanging out a lot. And then, uh, yeah, and then we just became friends and just... We, we did it. We did a TV show together, Some something we're pitching around right now that we worked on for, like, two, three years. That's cool. Um, and now we're doing this tour together. So nice. we just always uh, are working on some project together. When does the tour kick off? We're, we're trying to start in a month. Uh, we started emailing schools this uh, past couple weeks because they came back to school like late January. Um, so we're just contacting all the schools right now. When <laughs> this mass mailing like hundreds of schools because there's so many <laughs> universities everywhere. Wow. Even California has like <clears throat> have, like a 150 page document of just emails of these like West Coast schools. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. What um do you do you have any um dates or locations set yet? We have some like tentative dates. Uh like we're doing um like I think Penn State is in like late March, but I'm not positive because my buddy MJ is the one who's booking that one. Okay. Um But yeah, right now right now we're just talking back and forth and kinda like scheduling the whole tour before we lock down solid dates. In like a month we should have solid dates lockdown cool dude and uh do you have a name for the tour yeah it's called the roller coaster tour okay that's right you did you did mention that that's awesome awesome cool cool i want to ask on our instagram if anyone wants to okay if they're in college wants to check out yeah what's the the instagram just the the, the name of the tour i mean my my instagram is just monty gear okay m-o-n-t-y-g-e-r and then i post about it we don't have a separate page for the tour is instagram that cool I, I, one of my buddies, Sauce, always tells me, like, you got to get on Instagram. And I just, I haven't. Is Instagram, like, cool? I mean, I love it, uh, especially recently for stand-up. That kind of changed my game because now I have fans. Like, I thought it was an international show, so we had fans like Brazil and, like, Italy and stuff and everywhere in America. So now anywhere I travel and do shows on the road, there's always like a couple people in town who are following me. So then they just come to my shows. That's cool. You know, draw fans that I've been talking to. I can actually get to meet. So it's actually, I like it a lot. I'm already like that. I already do the Twitter and the Facebook and I don't need another social media. Yeah, Your Twitter is really good. Thank you, dude. So is yours. Yeah. That's where we first connected on the Twitter. So yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, that's why I was always wondering, like, yeah, which is uh, better? But he uh, has uh, said he had a lot more luck on Instagram hmm. as of recently. Who, who said that? My buddy uh, Sauce. He's uh, like an underground rapper, and he just kind of okay. just kind of less like bailed on Twitter. He said he just enjoys Instagram oh, yeah. so much more. So maybe I'll yeah. Check I it mean, each person's style and stuff. Yeah, I want to ask you too, Monty. What is Monty short for? It's a stately Monte- name. Yeah, it's short for Montague. That's what I thought. Um, like, I had Montague. I didn't know. Was that really? like... Really? No one says that. People say, like, Montgomery. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Mont- yeah. But here's the thing. So my, my real name is Clifford Montague Gear. And Ooh. I didn't know that was my real name until I was, like, 13. And Because my, my, my parents always called me Monty. And then my mom's doing taxes one day. And she goes, hey, by the way, your name's not Monty. It's Clifford. And I'm like, what the... Are you oh, serious? You blew my. You no. just. Like, you, you blew. You ruined my I universe. I was like in sixth grade, and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, what is your identity crisis?" Wow. <laughs> Were you mad? Were you mad when you found no, out? I was so mad. Yeah, and then I hid it from everyone for years because I don't know. Well, I got like my name was like Clifford and not Monty, <laughs> but like my whole because like uh, it was like my grandma's dad died and his name was Clifford right when I was born, oh. uh, so that I gave him. They gave me his name as like respect, but they knew they would never call me that, so they just called me Monty. <laughs> I was thinking like one parent wanted to name me Monty, but the other one was like, no, no, no Montague. Yeah. This is Clifford. <laughs> and like the one, like the one got the name, but the other one like got what you were called. So yeah, like it, it's crazy. Yeah, parents right? are fucked up. Parents are messed up, bro. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Monty, does anybody in your life call you Cliff? <laughs> No, one, one like, seventh grade teacher, like, the year after I found out my name was Clifford, I told him, you started calling me Cliff, uh, but no one else does at all. <laughs> if my girlfriend's, like, if I'm not paying attention to her, she'll, like, say Cliff sometimes, just like, she knows, like, I will listen to her then. I was wondering if she ever said the wrong name in bed. She ever called you Clifford. I was like, oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, goddamn! What um besides uh the the comedy tour, the roller coaster tour? Do you have any other projects you could tell us about? I mean, I'm stand up. I'm always on the road too. And again, it's kind of sporadic. Like I was just in San Diego. I did Seattle area, uh, some Oregon, and then other parts of California. I might go to Arizona soon. So that's all on my Instagram too. I'm always on the road. Nice with that. Um, and then we're yeah, I'm writing a new TV show with another friend that we're pitching soon i can't really talk about yeah but um awesome yeah and then besides that just auditioning a lot and stuff are you are you originally from la too or are you originally from new york no i'm originally from washington state in like these like farmland where there's like no industry like my my my, my neighbors have like cows and pigs on one side and then a bee farm was the other neighbor <laughs> so like during the summers we have like this inflatable bugs all cool and it'll just be covered with like a hundred bees <laughs> And we'd have to, like, swim in the sprinklers to get the bees away. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's rags to riches right there. Bees to bitches. <laughs> bees to- yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. Monty Gear story. So I, bees to bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved to New York knowing absolutely no one in the industry. Like, no one in Washington, that's not a job at all. Like, any yeah. radio you can't do. There's just no, there's wow. no podcast. It's just straight up your work at Boeing or the farm. Wow. Um, yeah, I moved solo without knowing anyone. That's that's a dream, though. You did you 
took the chance and you did it. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Kind of built the parachute on the way down thing. Yeah. You gonna say something? Well, I was just curious because I'm like obsessing over this right now. But Ooh. did you happen to see the uh, Fire Festival documentary? And oh, what are your we, thoughts we, on we, that? We, we all just saw this. I saw both. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Like, <laughs> hey, I don't care about anyone who went to that Fire Festival. Like, thing. <laughs> but also, like. Ja Rule should like get in trouble too. He's like yes. he was totally part of it. Just hey, as guilty. Fuck, Gary? Yes, just as guilty, Ja Rule. I I, I yeah. don't I, I don't get it. He's like, it's not fraud, it's just uh whatever. False, False advertising. advertising, that's what he said. <laughs> that's False not fraud. Man. That's not fraud. <laughs> that's fraud, man. <laughs> God damn. But I, like, I, yeah, I saw I saw both versions because the oh. Netflix one was produced by Fuck Jerry. That's the one we saw. Because Hulu was doing the other one that said like Fuck Jerry was part of this and then Fuck Jerry made their own version. I was like, No, we weren't. <laughs> he kind of screwed himself over too by having everybody just film footage. Like, it Billy, just, yeah. 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 It's just like that was everything the feds needed. That was, <laughs> you just gave them yeah. their case. You just did it, dude. Like, turn off the camera when you're talking about illegal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, record, he had somebody recording him committing a scam. Like, yeah. he was called. He, he said, yeah. call twice if they don't answer <laughs> yeah. because everyone answers on the second time. Like, yeah. Like, he legit just was like, just. Threw himself under the bus. So, so guys like Billy, do you like being in the business? Do you run into guys like that? I mean, there's all these people who are like, who are like trying to push some big idea on you that like doesn't sound like you should be part of it at all. And there's, yeah, there's totally people who like are walking the line of like fraud and stuff. Wow. So yeah, you um, constantly got to be like looking out for that too. Yeah, totally. And that's a lot. That's a lot of people who like directly submit like scripts to me or something like that. But most people like in the actual business working on a TV show, I want to say aren't scammers, but you know, there's definitely a lot who are. Wow. Wow. Do you we eventually, to work with them. I was going to say, do you eventually gain like a, like a bullshit detector? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. For sure. Nice. Um, like all my close friends are really nice and, uh, you know, morally correct and like authentic people. And you just, you cut all those like LA people out who are just trying to use you and um, yeah, who aren't looking out for your best interest. That's cool. That's I mean, not cool, but that's good that yeah, you could you could pick up on yeah. that and then and, mm-hmm. and separate you know who's who's real and who's not. That's awesome. Yeah, like when I first moved to LA, I worked out at this gym in West Hollywood, and. Um, Every day, someone would come up to me and be like, "Hey, I'm a big agent. You should like sign with me. Come to my house, and we'll like talk about contracts." And I'm like, "No!" And it was like literally every single day, someone would walk up to me wow. at the gym and be like, "Hey, I'm a cast director. Why don't you come to my house and we'll like audition for this thing?" Wow, yeah, that's weird. And in hindsight, that's kind of what that Billy McFarlane was doing. He was kind of just like walking up to people. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, yeah. I got fired. Oh, I got ninety million dollars. <laughs> wow. yeah, I, I just couldn't believe either that that like in, like big investors were pulling out of Coachella to invest in his thing. I was like, wow. He, I guess he did slick talk a lot of people. Yeah, and like the whole team who was building the fire app got screwed over too yes. because they, they didn't even know about the festival and their whole company got shut yes. down. And that was the whole point. Of- yeah, Monty, uh, I hate. I hate to do it, but we have to wrap it up, dude. But thank you so much, dude. It's been great. 
Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun, for sure. So I'm we... glad we just ended gossiping about the fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> I know! I've been so obsessed with it. I held it in for like 23 oh. <laughs> minutes until we got it. Where can everybody find you, Monty? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same. Just Monty Gear, M-O-N-T-Y-G-E-E-R. And then uh, on YouTube, I have my sketches and stuff on like on hiatus, which is Monty Gear Comedy. Cool. Um, yeah, but definitely my Instagram is my main source of communication as far as shows and the tour and like any acting stuff I'm doing. And never Clifford. So like, if I see a Clifford Gear, never Clifford. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't follow that guy. <laughs> There's a Clifford Gear on Instagram. That guy's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Monty. It's been a blast, dude. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You do. All right. See ya. Later. That was so cool. great. That was really awesome. Yeah. He's wow. just as amazing as I thought he would be. We will be back with Tucker Booth. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do it, My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver, makes it cool on set Matt's a dapper dude, dashing, but I'm poop on mess yeah. Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that and ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah, yeah. We're on. We are back. Where's Tucker? Tucker. Tucker. Tucker Booth. Oh, I thought you hung up on him. No, he hasn't called yet. Oh, okay. I'll miss him. Tucker. A new Tucker. update is available. Tucker. Oh, at least they're Tucker. giving me a notification Tucker. now. Let we are not see. updating Skype. Sorry, uh, Skype. I will not update you. Not during a show. No. After the like show. This. I'll update Skype because at this point... I, I'm just hoping for improvements where, like, back in the day, we wouldn't update oh. because we just figured it was going to downgrade. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gotten so low where, like, I need updates. Solo. Like, Solo the movie? <laughs> like, Solo the movie. Or it's Solo so the low as the Solo the movie. Oh. I'm drinking out of a unicorn's. Oh, unicorn's what, dick? Unicorn's ass, technically. Like, oh. see where the, the liquid is? It's right at the <laughs> unicorn's ass. <laughs> is that good? It, um, unicorn, unicorn ass. ass is delicious. Ass juice is delicious. Anal juice <laughs> of the unicorn. Anal leakage. <laughs> we went from big interview to anal juice. <laughs> the unicorn <laughs> anal juice. <laughs> <laughs> 
sold at Firefest. Tastes like Lucky Charms. Ooh. So what a unicorn handle <laughs> juice only available at Firefest. That, yeah, that was like an extra. <laughs> yeah, the extra perk. But that's the like cheese sandwich. That's what I forgot to bring up. That oh, the cheese fucking cheese sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> Holy shit! I love the guy from Fuck Jerry who was just like, you know, what nobody's talking about is how a bunch of really hot models got this thing off the ground with an orange tile. Yeah. And some guy tore it down with a ch- picture of a oh cheese sandwich. Oh my god, Ryder remembered the cheese sandwich tweet or whatever it was. Like, she does, like yeah, she remembered that. Like, mm. oh my god, that shit. That like, yeah, amazing. no, he hi- he he claimed yeah, like all this like extravagant cuisine and all, and last mm-hmm. minute it was nothing. It was like uh, a piece of like craft cheese on a fucking yeah on wheat bread. That was what was served to these people to eat. And then it was clear to, towards the end when he had like two or three days left. That's when he just started like, like he was lying from the beginning. But now he was just throwing out oh. all kinds of lies. He was like, oh, you got to fill up this wristband to get all the luxury uh, yachts. He just didn't have yachts. <laughs> and he wasn't getting them <laughs> in three days. Still lying out yeah. of his dick hole. <laughs> just fuck. What a scumbag. Yeah, you built up like a brand. You, like, you sold the dream and you couldn't deliver it. Like, yeah. Percent of it, like you just, you're garbage. You're garbage. Fuck. I had told Rob after Jersey. I watched he's it that Jersey. he's from yeah. Jersey. He's Thanks Jersey. Thanks for giving us a good name. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Jersey Billy. <laughs> Billywitchdoctor.com. I, I I was telling Rob he reminds me of your your Lamborghini persona, like like the I'm gonna like like, give, like all slamming? the stupid yeah like all the stupid promises that the Lamborghini makes during presidential debates. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's Billy McFarlane. A <laughs> podcast character. Holy fuck. I love it. I love it. God damn. Fuck, man. Fuck. Yeah, We're going to give you all the guns. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give you all the guns, baby. <laughs> Shit. Slam bots at the border, baby. <laughs> you did. You promised that. <laughs> you promised slam bots. Oh, my I God. I still promise slam bots, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. Do you think um, the slam bots are going to be able to beat uh, the ninjas that Mike the campaign oh, is going to send? Oh, I was going to ask if they were going to be able to beat Trump in uh, the second they election. Mm. But what about the ninjas? What are your? Do you oh. have ninja capabilities? <laughs> right. Like, I'm, are I'm, they trained to counter ninjas? I'm, I'm completely confident that they can stop the ninjas. Really? Yeah. 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 So, what do you think, like an American ninja? Because obviously, like, would you Mike, ever go out and like <laughs> hope a ninja just walked up to you so you could kill that ninja? I mean, why not? <laughs> so, what was your question, Slim? I was gonna ask, like, um, what do you do? You, you can't think? Follow that, right? No, I can't. Uh, but I was wondering, like, an American ninja. Like, do you think oh. that would be as good as a traditional, like, uh, Japanese ninja? Like, or Chinese ninja? No. Or, I don't know. What are ninjas? Are they I think Japanese like a Chinese, or? any like Asian kid like knows karate. <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I guess. Yeah. Do you have the brains of Asian children inside of your slam bots? What? Do you have souls? Oh, or no, brains? There are souls. <laughs> the Asian children there souls are inside souls. Are they of your all slam Asian bots? children? Are they pure Asian souls? Nah, they're uh, they're, <laughs> they're corrupted Asian they're souls. Corrupted. Yeah, you don't want what you you bought corrupted ones on what we got some AsianSouls.com? <laughs> they're corrupted Afghan souls. No, you've you've lied. You've already taken down your whole your whole uh, credibility. Fuck. 
But we will get the pure Asian souls. Really? When? Soon. After Soon. you win the election? Or like is well, this something yes. you're hoping to pull off? When I win the election, baby. Do you have a doom buggy? Oh, I got a doom buggy. Do you have baby. a Maserati? I don't have a Maserati. Why not? I have a Slamborghini, baby. Ooh, Ooh. good answer. So what are you pr- promising the uh, uh, attendees for uh, Slambo Fest? Death. Death. <laughs> okay. Adel. Wait, when? In what order? In what order? No particular order, baby. Any order you want. You could change it up. You're very versatile, Emperor Slambo. Damn straight, baby. Are you ready for the next ring of debates? String of debates. Fuck yeah, baby. What is your bone ready? What is your new platform going to be like? Yeah, besides the slam bots and and healthcare, slam care. Well, we, <laughs> I, it wasn't a joke. We're, we're gonna get better. We're gonna get better souls for those slam bots. Oh uh, yeah, well, you already you already uh, established that. And and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have pterodactyl rangers, baby. What about black what ninjas? Is a pterodactyl black ninjas. ninjas. Yeah, well, you're, 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 I just like. What is a pterodactyl? What did he say? Yeah, pterodactyl ranger. We're gonna patrol the skies on the You're backs of pterodactyls. Back. I'm bringing them back. Yeah. Okay. How well, are, they, are they gonna have badges? Are they gonna be like? Are they gonna be wearing is like Jeff fucking Goldblum spandex? Like what? Jeff Goldblum gonna be doing? What made pterodactyl ranger? I've made Jeff Goldblum. I've made him the supervisor the project of the project secretary of project. Yes. Jeff Goldblum. Damn straight. All right. You very. You. It's going to be big. What are the pterodactyl rangers going to do? Like, what is their job? What is their gear going to be? Ooh, like, like a uh, BMX mask or like? They're going to have a, a ninja mask. They're going to have. They're going to have Gatling guns. I don't think I want to <laughs> get you in more debates. Wait, hold on. Or do I? But if they're ninjas, like, why do they need Gatling guns? Can't they just be regular pterodactyls? Then they don't. It can be any kind of pterodactyl you want. <laughs> There's baby. only one kind of pterodactyls I've ever heard of, and that's pterodactyls. <laughs> but are you talking? Do you have different ninja, breeds. Slambo has ninja Stop. pterodactyls with machine guns. <laughs> oh, do they have laser sights as well? Oh yeah. <laughs> On their wieners or nipples? Well, we're working on that. Baby. Okay. We're working on it. Where's the best place to put a laser sight on a pterodactyl? <laughs> well, some say between the eyes, but others say on the wiener. Okay. You know? What do you think? Who? How what many is the personal? What side? How many people are, are giving him this input? Um, ninety million. I can't tell you that. James and Spaz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just Spaz. <laughs> <laughs> they whisper it in the tent. <laughs> They're sending me text messages. Me. Are, my are you a fan of the Drizz, or do you have him do one of your like campaign yeah. commercials? Hell yeah! Yeah. And how he's would gonna, that play out? He's just gonna. Yeah, well, give doing, me a dope beat, and I'll tell you how it plays out. He's gonna be doing kick-ass raps, baby. Yeah. What kind of? Are you writing them, or is he? Is he just? He's gonna rap them. Yeah, I'll fucking write them. Yeah. Yeah, I got one ready for Slambo Fest. Really? Yeah. Or is. I thought is Slambo Fest his like campaign? Is that what we're is that where we are right now? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you about my buddy, my boy, my gay lover, the best guy that's ever put a dick in my ass. His name (laughs) is the Slamborghini. 
Yeah, vote. Put the sign bikini. Yeah, he's got a big dick. He's gonna put it in your ass. And while he's fucking you in the ass, his, ter his pterodactyl rangers are gonna be soaring over you. Yeah. So you can look up when you're bent down. When you're getting fucked in the ass by the sign bikini, you can see those pterodactyls. Those fucking pterodactyls. And if you're lucky, one of those pterodactyls will just shit right in your mouth. You gotta keep your mouth open while you're getting fucked in the ass by a Lamborghini. pterodactyl <laughs> 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 What year is he running in? <laughs> is it 2021? 2020. 2020. Uh, vote Slime Bikini. 2021. Uh, 2020. Or is it 2019? 2020. Just fucking vote Slime Bikini. I don't fucking care what year it is. You shouldn't fucking care what year it is. You should be voting for the Slime Bikini every fucking I want you to stop fucking watching TV. I want you to stop playing video games. I want you to stop working. I want you to stop living, breathing, off. eating, jerking off. I just want you to vote Slamborghini. Every second you just keep writing down the name Slamborghini for president. What if it's not one of the choices, bro? Uh, nah, it's always a choice. It's always a choice. I don't care if it's not a choice. It will always be a choice because Slamborghini, number one, uh, it got big dick. I wouldn't sit your ass. You're gonna feel fucking good. Like you fucking reached Nirvana. Yeah, like yeah, you're in the yeah. fucking. <laughs> this is the longest trip song ever. Yo, but I got a fucking lot of shit to say about the Slamborghini. He's the best man. And after he's done fucking you in the ass, you don't let him come in your ass. You don't want the Slamborghini coming in your ass. Do you know why? Because he holds it in to make sure he gets pregnant. Now. Now you gotta let him fucking hold it in. So you can get it in your mouth. Because it's the best fucking thing you'll ever taste. <laughs> it's so good. It's better than a Five Guys burger. It's like the best in the world. Then afterwards, we gonna uh, get a Five Guys burger, baby. Uh, <laughs> you, you got the funds for that, <laughs> I do. From got all the funds you want, baby. I thought you squatted it all in pterodactyl research. <laughs> uh, Get more funds. <laughs> Fundraisers. Thank you, Billy. So let me tell you what the world's gonna be like when the Lamborghini's in charge. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be like nothing you ever fucking experienced. I don't even care. If you say, yo, Driz, and I say, yo, what up? You're like, I've already had the best experiences. I'm gonna be like, no, you haven't, because the fucking Slamborghini hasn't been in charge of this country. And yeah, when he's in charge, when he's in charge, everything is going to change. Everything is going to be banks. different. Yeah, Sperm banks are gonna be the first every thing town, that's gonna baby. change. And every corner? Yeah. Every corner, baby. Every corner. Yeah, yeah. Y'all saw that thing about the Slamborghini? He's fucking cloning himself. So not only am I gonna be the only one in the world that's gonna be able to enjoy his big Are you gonna grow the clothes in your butthole? Meaty cock in his asshole. Uh, in my asshole. Everybody. You, your neighbor, your 
girlfriend, your boyfriend, your brother, your brother, your sister, your brother's brother's sister, your uncle, they're all gonna be able to feel. I might call. <laughs> I was thinking I might call them pterodactyl mounties instead. Why? Because we need better mounties than the Canadians, baby. But we're not Canadian. Fuck that. We need a wall. Yeah. Fuck the wall. Yeah. You gonna tear it down? Yeah. Now nah, he's gonna build a pit. We gotta with, tear like, spikes. it down, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna be like in Mortal Kombat, like you know when you fucking uppercut a guy and they fall into a pit of spikes? Uh, that's what fucking Lamborghini's gonna build. Uh, I'm gonna be like this pit of spikes. Spikes? And there's gonna be like one guy that's gonna patrol. <laughs> that's gonna patrol yeah, the. And he's gonna uppercut you. That one guy. He's like, gonna come and he's gonna uppercut you and you're gonna fall into the pit. Bald Bull? Skybone? I'm taking drills. I'm sick of this song. <laughs> Vice president gonna be Driz, baby. I thought he was only yeah. doing your campaigns. <laughs> oh, he's doing everything, baby. <laughs> doing your ass? He's doing it all. Yeah, you don't do the Lamborghini's ass. You just take it in the ass for the Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It envelops. <laughs> I think we gotta call a break. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> Damn it, Tucker! This is what this is what what you. This is what it comes uh, down to. <laughs> I could have still been on with Monty Gear. Yeah, I just want to tell you the truth. The truth is the reason why we just did all this is hurts. because fucking Tucker Booth didn't show up, oh, and the reason why he didn't target. show up. The reason why he didn't show up is because he didn't want to get beat by the Drizz. Uh, I've crossed him two times already. Three times, maybe, maybe like six times. He's going to take a seventh. That's right, Tucker. You scared of the, the Drizz. Right. Uh, my choice for my vice president, baby. The Drizz. <laughs> what has he got? Uh, He's got it all. Yeah. Like what? Like smooth rapping skills. Baby. Why didn't you choose yeah. Wavy? He's got a silver tongue. Y'all yeah, fuck that guy. Don't bring that guy up. I don't want to fucking hear that guy. Where does he put the silver tongue? He puts it in the assholes of the people. Yeah. And they love him for it, baby. Do they yeah. come? You damn straight they do. Multiple times? Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very time. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Y'all, what up? Y'all, what's up, Pete? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you. Oh, not much. Just, uh. Yeah, yeah you're fucking boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing fucking exciting's happened to you. Fucking board camp. Hey, Slambo! Yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger, and excitement? Oh, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. And go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Guernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D, 
E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurditions. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby! I'm ordering that right now! Yeah! Fuck yeah. All right, we are back. Kind of. Kind yeah. of waiting for a, yeah. a call from Josh. Josh! Josh Ferguson. <sighs> and Slamborghini with my double cheeseburgers. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Rob Show. Hey, you sexy boys. Hey, hey, who's this? How you doing? Um, it's your mistress. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh! What's going on? I'm trying Josh. to figure out how to get this on speakerphone. Oh, okay. We have, a, we have a penguin right now on screen, Josh. Slim has a weird obsession with penguins, and he just... Somebody gave him a penguin, for, a ceramic penguin for Christmas. So, so okay, Josh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the story for the first time ever on the show. So when I was, like, young, and but I'm talking, like... I want to just cut this off real quick because it's so shittily uh, crafted. <laughs> the, the orange feet on it, you can see the black paint underneath. Go, Slim. Okay. Go. So when I was like in high school, when I was like 15, oh, 16, I was like 18. I, 15, maybe 14, 16, I don't know. I had this stupid obsession with penguins. I was like, I'm going to rule the world with penguins one day. Some stupid shit that a teenager would say, right? No, I never and said that. <laughs> did you ever say that, Josh? Did, did you ever? Uh, plenty of times. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So whatever, when I was in high school, I grew up, I got over it, I'm 30 years old now. Are you over it, or do you have a penguin in front of you? <laughs> I do have a penguin in front of me, but, so for Christmas... Well, nobody can see the feet. So let me explain this, so for Christmas, so after I'm 30 years old now, again, I was obsessed with uh, penguins years ago, you know, when I was 16, 14, whatever, I can't count, but anyway, so I was obsessed with penguins, now I'm not, I'm 30 years old, Okay. right, he's, he's, and so... So, so my mother uh, tells me like, "Oh, here, here's the Christmas gift I got you," and I pull out this ceramic How penguin well that she it? got. Was it in a bag? With, uh, it, was, it, it was in a brown paper bag, and she's like, "Oh, I got this at the dollar store, and it's a ceramic penguin." And she's like, "I know you love penguins," and I'm like, wow. "Oh, at the dollar store?" Yeah, and I was like, That's "Oh, what I'm naming the show. I was like, the show's <laughs> called name. The show's name is gonna be at." The I was dollar just store. like, "What do you do?" I was just like, "Oh, thanks, mom. I appreciate it. You're right. I love penguins." Wow. Funny so, you mention the dollar store. That's also where you can purchase my music. Right. <laughs> 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 I got to bring up the... So talk about his mom. Last time we had you on, Josh, my mom after the show was like, I love that singer. Like, she loved your interview. Oh, oh that's awesome. That is all. I mean, because, yeah, you know a mom's going to tell the truth. Like, Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, all I ever hear is like I either like you drink too much or I love that guy Josh. Like that's that's the two feedback <laughs> I got from my mom. You ever hear? Yeah, I love that guy Josh or you drink too much <laughs> or both or both. We'll see. Well, you said well. Tell her I love her too because I love you, and I'm sure I'm Thank sure you. she is a very sweet lady. She's so. responsible for this, so yeah, she she did I mean, the right thing. Yeah, I mean she's got to be. <laughs> Josh, singer songwriter from Atlanta, Josh Ferguson. How have you been, dude? I've been good. I've been really good. Uh, I got a cold. That's the only thing going on. Like as dude. of now, I got a bit of a cold. Uh, I don't know. It kind of hit me. Uh, past day or two kind of had 
I was sore and stuff, and then it kind of crept into my throat. That's how uh, it feels like, yeah, muscle aches or whatever. That's how always how it starts. And uh, I felt like I had one for like maybe a month or two going. Like I just couldn't shake one this this past fucking the beginning of the sucks. winter. And now yeah, like it sucks. I don't so know I about show, you. I got a show Saturday. Oh. Um, and I'm hoping it'll I'm hoping it'll get out of here before then. Like I'm okay right now. Like I'm I'm okay to sing and do all that. But yeah. I can just feel like progressively getting worse each day. Fuck. Um. Hopefully this is where it stops. Yeah. Uh, it starts to get better. I'm taking medicine. I'm doing lots of cocaine. Everything I was going to say, what about the fentanyl? And uh, we don't want to do that. We did a news story earlier. A guy was doing fentanyl, heroin, and another fentanyl and cocaine. Don't do not do that combo because it killed him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I only know why I'm lying. I can't afford it. So uh, just be honest. I, I agree. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm in the same boat. I was going to ask, like, do you, do, do you mix the drugs? Is that do what you, you do that? when like, you finally make that success? You get that success? You're just like, give me two fentanyls and a heroin. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, like yeah, I guess when you, when you finally make it, it's like. Do I want it? All right. Do I want it? Right? Uh, that's all I got left. That's all I got left in my life. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I do is I, I drink, but I do it, uh, you know, mod- modestly. And I love to mm-hmm. I love to have a few drinks before a show. I mean, I think any artist does just to shake the nerves. I, I don't yeah. know about you, but yeah, that's what um when I was working on radio years ago in the early two thousands um we had this one DJ in the afternoons. His name is Steve Hook, and that's one of the few things, like people always give you advice or whatever to do. And his thing was uh if you want a beer to be comfortable, have a beer. If you want a burp burp like just be comfortable and be genuine so like yeah, yeah. like I, I i that's like i said one thing that stuck with me is something that is just it's true it's true yeah what did what kind of uh what kind of radio station was it as far as genre was just it rock rock yes yes i worked at a rock okay. station called the rat okay I, that makes sense i like i could see like fucking killing in atlanta like i could see like on rock 100 or 99x like the stations we have here which are very few sadly it's, it's dominated by country and pop oh we yeah, have killing it as a dj in atlanta thank you brother yeah i was just gonna say though both, i don't know both about of you guys both of you guys y'all make a fucking incredible team like <laughs> thank you perfect morning show yeah uh, cool. uh, i've talked about that with a couple people uh when when my girlfriend Ryder, she always just says like how yeah we are just perfect like we just set each other off type of thing like <laughs> well wait, even when i started <laughs> like thinking back like What's that? You're thinking that too, Josh? Yeah, just even thinking back to like when we started, I'm like, and I don't know if Slim said something about being funny, but I'm like, dude, you don't have to be. You just have to be the straight guy. Like, you just have yeah. to sit there and like whatever. And I'll just fuck <laughs> I think I said to you specifically like, oh, I could be a real asshole. I think that was my pitch. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You are, you, you are uh, like, you are uh the Jeff Daniels to his Jim Carrey, like if Dumb and Dumb wasn't a work without a little bit. Like if both of them would have been going, going yeah. at it, it would have went off the rails. You That's need, awesome. you need that, you need the balance. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And Josh, yeah, I was gonna say too. Just thank you though, dude, because I know since you've been on, you've you've listened to a lot of our shows like since then. Oh yeah, I love it, and I've told a lot of people about it. And uh, I, yeah, I love I love the show. I really awesome. do. Like that, there it it seems like. These kind of shows just kind of went out the window, and you can't find yes. them as much. That's what I was going to uh, mention earlier when you mentioned radio. Yeah, it just seems like yeah, even on just like uh, like like you said, like every city, like yeah, nobody's really got like that morning show anymore that that everyone has to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, you guys just talk about whatever, and 
uh, and you don't hold back. I mean, that, and that's what I love about it. I really do love Thank love you. the show, and I'm thankful to be back on it again. Um, but I mean, aside from this cold and stuff, though, uh, I've been uh, working on the first debut album, uh, and it's going to be out this summer, and okay. the single will be out uh, late April, maybe early May. But everything is already uh, turning. The wheels are already turning. My buddy, Charlie Hudgens, uh, with Alternative Aperture, he has done all the photography and he's done some video work. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that nobody knows about right now that probably kind of think I might be sitting on my ass, but yeah. just kind of staying quiet. And uh, I think that's the best thing to do. Like, yeah. stay quiet, let the music let the music do the talk and don't, don't boost it out the ass or anything. And that, yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to... Uh, prep this to be a, a great album and not overhype it or, you know, mm. talk about it until I'm blue in the face. Just sit back, play my cards, and be patient. And that's is, what we're doing right Is now. there anything you can tell me about the album, though? Like, is there a theme or, or anything like that? Uh, there, I would say there's definitely a theme to it. Uh, I'm contemplating if it's going to just be a self a self title or mm. if it's going to actually have an album name. If it does, it's probably going to be a rearview nostalgia because everything is a look back in, in the in metaphorically the rear view of things that have, have happened to me as far as uh, my band falling apart, uh, love coming and going. Uh, but there's also uh, there's a bit of looking ahead as well. And that first single that's coming, I can tell you this, which nobody knows about. Um, the first single is going to be called It's a Fever. And it's about a relationship I'm in right now. I'm very happy. Uh, oh. Her name is Holly, Holly Noel. And this song was birthed from that relationship. We went up to Little Five Points in Atlanta. Cool little town, very, very hipster, indie kind of town. Uh, just everybody just being themselves. She got weirdness on all spectrums. And we spent a day up there. And that's where the song came from. It's a... Uh, that trip, if it wasn't for it, the song wouldn't have uh, been written. Nice. And I feel like it's probably, in my opinion, I don't know if everyone would agree, the strongest song I've ever written. Wow. I love it too. Just like, yeah, the journey. Like, yeah, you're showing what you've gotten, come, gone through to get to this point. I love that. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely that kind of album. It's, uh, it's not just love songs. It's not just breakup songs. It's not that's a little bit of everything going from, there is relationship songs. There is songs just about life and um, and learning that I don't know as much as I think I do, and uh, I learn that constantly. That's the theme to it. I mean, if there was a theme to the album, it's uh, life in all spectrums, good and bad, happy and sad, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm going to be recording it with uh, Henley Road, and uh, they did... The last single I put out called Yin to My Yang, they had recorded that. Asa Lashley uh, is phenomenal as a producer, and I know this is going to be uh, an incredible record with him behind it. He just got an ear for for taking a song and just really bringing out everything in it. Because I always say, to me, a song, when you just write it on the acoustic and play it, it's like a like a beautiful female with, with no makeup, you know, nothing that makes her stand out. She's not trying to impress anyone. Then when we yeah. carry it to the studio, that's that chance for it to put on the prom dress and slap on the makeup and 
bring out all the features. Love it. That's what this album's going to be. Slim, stop rubbing your, your penguin. Um, Josh, I was going to ask, would you be able to do a song for us? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> uh, is he still rubbing the penguin? He's, he's <laughs> laughing because our intern, Lamborghini just walked in with a bag of McDonald's. I, it, it's really tickled oh. him, Josh. <laughs> did, somebody, did somebody say McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we got. I got a Big Mac and a quarter pounder with cheese. Yo, they didn't have the two for five. What? But I still got you it. Did you rip me off? I didn't. I, I didn't rip you off. I, like, you I just they. You didn't have to if, if they didn't have it. But it's, thank uh, you, Slambo. But Josh is going to be playing us a song. Okay, I'm. I'm so let's yeah, yeah. let's so, stop talking uh, McDonald's. My thank you for having me back on the program and uh, show you how much I love you guys. I'm going to play a song that I haven't played really at any shows. Uh, and this is going to be the, the single, so I thought I'd just debut what will be the single, uh, an acoustic version, right here for you guys. Um, this is called It's a Fever, so I'm going to do that for you guys. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Trying to close to the major for decades. So the only thing you can't pull off is me. Gold mine of vinyls. Bonnet bear thought I'd blind to some Genesis. Bedroom cathedral. Drop your clothes in the needle. Can't you It's a fever. It's a fever. 
That was amazing, that was dude. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I hope I'm that makes it. it. I hope that makes it look like a McDonald's commercial. <laughs> I hope this whole segment gets like bought by McDonald's. Uh, we're all doing like good. we're all doing if like. They're interested. They're welcome to call. I'll take any sponsorship. I eat a whole Big Mac in that. <laughs> it, was, it was a great song, though, Josh. <laughs> That's like that was, I, I, I love it. Yeah, like uh, an emotion, a uh, relationship, uh, a moment could be like yeah, it's like a fever. Like yeah, like that's awesome, dude. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's where I was at with that song when I wrote it because it it's uh, two sides to that coin, and that's what I love about it. Like, love is a fever, and that could be a good or bad thing. Um, and in that in that instance, you know, fever of course is a bad thing in reality. But I'm talking about fever is meaning uh, it's gonna get hot and heated in that moment. Like, and are you gonna? Are you going to keep that fire stoked? Or are you going to let it burn out? Like in this nice. moment, it, it's uh, it's hot and it's burning. But like, that's easy. Anyone can do that. What are you going to do to keep that fire burning? And that's what the song is. Uh, two sides to it. Love it, love it, dude. I was going to tell you, ask too. A little birdie told me to ask you about a party game you once were part of or you had that was called Gay Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, gay chicken. Uh, uh, that carries me back to uh, carries me back to a lot of parties where we're drunk and bored, but had a lot of fun. But horny. How to play it now? It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool if I tell you how to play it and gave you the rules, and you guys gave it a shot real quick. Maybe if it ain't too crazy. Let's do it. I'll do whatever I got to do. down, no matter what he said. This is how you do it. Gay chicken, official rules. Okay, I got a penguin. You now you know how to <laughs> like cars. I'm thinking chicken. Or penguins, gay penguin. You you know how two guys when they're about to fight, they ride it up each other's face like motherfucker. I will I will fuck your ass up. Yeah. Try me right now, bitch. <laughs> well, you got that same intensity when you're in each other's face, but instead of saying that, you're like. I will stick my dick in your ass. Don't even think I'll. <laughs> I'm in the first. Oh god. And the first person who can't handle it and cracks, well, they lose. I've got him. Alright, Rob is getting off. Up now. Who's going? Who's going against me? Do you want to? <laughs> you want to go against Slambo? Anybody? I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, go. No, I'm, I'm going. going. Oh, you're going. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be a tournament, and so right. Rob versus Slambo, and then I'm gonna play the winner. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna hug you till you come. Tickle the. I'm gonna dock with you. I'm gonna dock with you until uh, till you come. Do you have enough foreskin? Oh, there's there's plenty to go around. Show me. Zip. <laughs> Slurp. Splooch. Did we win? Did we both win? Was that good? I don't know who won. That was. I think so. Who? Okay, who won there? Slambo came. So did he win or did I win? And, and we docked. I don't know. I don't think I could handle the sexy. I think you won, Slambo. Hey, that's it. I'm going up against Rob. I'll do. All right. I'm going to go first. Yo, I'm going to stick my dick and I'm going to rub it all against your fucking forehead. Do you have a uh, clear cell pad for me to clear out my pores first? 
Of course I fucking do. I got That's like 20. That's the only 20... way I will let a dick be rubbed on my forehead. Oh, I got millions of clitoris, so I'm throwing them at you right now. I'm rubbing them all over your fucking face. And I'm going to rub my dick all over your fucking forehead. And then I'm going to poke your eyeballs out with my fucking hard cock. Well, I just calmed. <laughs> I'll and fucking get closer to your so face, motherfucker. You better be coming back at me. So did Slambo and so did I. <laughs> oh, I'm slowly moving my dick. After I poked out your eyeballs, I'm rubbing it into your nose holes. I'm putting my dick all the way up in your fucking nose hole. Sounds like a music. I think I, I think I won. I think, I think Rob, Rob is speechless. I think Slim's been, <laughs> been planning this for years. <laughs> you... <d> <coughs> <laughs> what would you have said to that, Josh? How would you have handled Penguin Boy? It got pretty intense when we used to play Calls of Light. I think I finally broke my friend Alan, he's my old drummer, by uh, biting at one of his mustache hairs and ripping it out and chewing it up oh, and pulping it hard. That's what I was going to say. Like, do you build up a tolerance? Yeah. Bro, I, it, uh, yeah, I can. I, can, I can't. There's some, there's some that's really hard and, like, it really makes it hard if you don't know the person might actually be. Then you just like that's fucking. I mean, what what do you do then? It's like hold right. on, hold on. Yes, Jeez. that's not fair. And now now you're yeah you have a relationship. You just you you have a fever. I know I can't I can't play it quite as much as I used to. What's that? Oh, you can't play it as much as you used to. <laughs> God damn. Josh, as a musician, I did want to ask, um, if you could perform with anybody, who would it be? Oh, man, um, anybody. I would have to say, I'd have to say Switchfoot. I really like, I really like oh. them. I really like, this, not, not really the band, but the singer. I like to have a one on, like, that would be awesome to sit down with him and get tall with him over some coffee and, and, uh, and jam out. Just jam uh, out. That's who it would be like, just like if it was a one-on-one -on -one hangout jam sesh, me and him. But uh, I think if it was, uh, I think if it was like a live performance ordeal, I don't know. I'm really influenced by Third Eye Blind. I really like uh, Stephen Jenkins and his writing and stuff. Uh, man, that's so hard. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I would say. Yeah, Third Eye Blind, I love Switchfoot, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, uh, that's a great band. I love. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many. So many that I'd love to, love to play with. Um, the Police. If, yeah, we go, if we're going to old school, I love yeah. some Police. Um, that's awesome. And then. Uh, that's the lesson of Yeah, I would, I would say those. And uh, I don't know, that's just so hard. Because I. If it really came right down to it, I, I really had the opportunity. Uh, I'd, ha I'd have to say John Foreman, though, just me and him just to sit down and jam out. Okay. What about a rap guy named The Driz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what up, Josh? What, a rap guy? Like yeah. The Driz. Like this guy right here. Yeah. The Driz. Yeah, I'm the best rapper in the world. <laughs> I'm internet famous. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, would totally, I would totally rap out with him. Yeah, I want to invite you to Waterfest. 2019 is going to be the biggest festival in the world. I have fucking Little John is headlining. And Blink-182 is going to be there. I've already paid these guys. I'm worth $90 million. Ooh. <laughs> Holy shitballs. I think you just <laughs> made the deal of a lifetime, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Y'all got I some of the be best models. 
What's that, Josh? I said I will definitely be at Waterfest, uh, cool. and that sounds good. Like, I mean, if that's a if that's a festival or a porn convention, either way, I'm down. It sounds legit. It sounds legit, bro. Y'all, it's a secret. <laughs> it might be a music festival. It might be a porn festival. It might be a magician festival. You Ooh, don't know. Like Uncle Y'all Magic. <laughs> I'm highly aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? Josh, are you going to be in uh, New York this year? Yeah, I'm planning that out right now. I've got uh, I've got four dates down, and they're kind of scattered from here up to there. I still got a lot more. I got locked down, but I made that a mission for it to be a, a reality. Uh, but so far, I've got dates locked down. Uh, of course, around here that's easy. But on up uh, Washington D.C., I've got two, and and uh, South Carolina on the way up. I still got. I mean, I've, I got a lot some down there in the city I'm going to, but. I'm hard at work on it. It's no easy task. Yeah. Way easier said. Way easier said than done. That's what I was but, gonna ask. Uh, Do you just have to like call venues and like just see if they yeah, have a spot? Call. Yeah, definitely call. I'm, that's what I've been doing. Calling venues, uh, trying to get as much info on the venues as I can. I think when it's all said and done, it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm gonna make it. You know, make it a point that it does. I think I'll come out of it with some really good memories and probably some nightmares as well. I mean, I can only imagine. It's not going to go flawless. Don't come, does, but... don't come to southern New Jersey is all I'm telling you. It's... <laughs> don't come there. <laughs> or do, but you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is that a dangerous city? No, it's just really white trash. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Basically, if you came to play music down here, they just want you to play covers. They don't want to hear oh, your too, originals. Yes. If you book, like, a bar or anything around this area, yeah. Even, like, yeah, all of Jersey, yeah, they want you to do covers. covers they don't yeah. want you to do any original stuff. That'd be like me walking, that'd be like me driving out of Georgia and coming back into it. That's <laughs> sad. So everywhere's got a little Jersey in it. Yeah, Josh! Absolutely. Dude, we have to wrap it up. I, that sucks. I can't believe it. I can't believe it, dude. Oh, man. I, I had a blast. I always do. And always. I, I always appreciate you guys having me. Um, and both of these times, just fantastic combo, laughs. Uh, I've enjoyed it. And so I, I'll continue to tell people about you guys. And I wish you guys all the success in uh, 2019. Hope it keeps growing. Uh, your subscribers and listeners and all that. Thank I really you, do. And I'll do everything I can to get the word out. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can go. I have a website now, uh, joshperguson.com, P-U-R-G-A-S-O-N. And you can find me there. You can find me on Facebook, Josh Perguson Official. And uh, more importantly, you can find my music on Spotify, uh, uh, all, all of them, uh, Apple, um, iTunes, uh, all those places. You can find my music at Josh Perguson on there. Awesome. New music will be out soon. It's coming. Cool, we'll be watching. We'll be looking for it, bro. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks yo, for coming yo, jo- yo, Josh, before you go, yeah. when you hang up this phone call, you're going to go on Twitter, right? You're going to go on Twitter, <laughs> and you're going to post a picture of just a blue tile. I was thinking And it's going to be it's gonna be hashtag Waterfest, hashtag the Drizz, hashtag best internet rapper in the world, hashtag Drizz, hashtag Waterfest. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it. Dude. I will. I will find a blue tile if I gotta fucking walk out of my house as lazy as I am. I'll do it. All right, Josh. All right, bye, Thank Josh. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah. How's it going?
Robin Slim Show. It is. Paul. Paul, what's Paul, going on, can Paul? Can you give us like a minute, dude? Yeah, take your time, dude. Thank you, brother. We're just gonna uh we're just gonna take a real quick break. Are you sobering up yet? Uh no. No. A little okay. getting more drunk. I'm in between, like the food and the liquor and yeah. we'll figure it I out. I just scoffed down two double McDonald's double cheeseburgers. <laughs> so that might help. Yeah. Well just hang on there, Paul. We'll be right with you, my friend. Take your time, man. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y. D-E-R-D-O-L-L dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Rob and Social, we are back with Hollywood actor Paul Ford. What's happening? What's up, what dude? How up, have Paul? you been, Paul? It's been a little bit. How are the holidays? Uh, it was good. I just hung out, you know, became a bum. <laughs> what, did you just relax? <laughs> Take yeah, it I did nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sometimes you got it. Sometimes you got to just unplug. Exactly. Exactly. So what's going on with you guys? Hey, you know, it's, it's cold here in L.A. It's been like 60 degrees. Wow. Yeah, we, we kind of got 40s right now. A little warmer than uh, it's we're, been. We're at like 50 right now, but last you know, week cold for here. Last week it was like, I don't know, mm, negative 15 or something. Oh, but yeah, man. this week we got like, <laughs> we got 40s and 50s. So it's been all right. Um, we're on like. You're welcome. Sh- Thank you, brother. We're on the shore. So we got like that saltwater vibe going on out here. Right so. on. It was like, yeah, like that'll be, uh, it could be like. 30 minutes up north, and they're getting snow, and we're, we're getting, like, rain, so we're in that spot. <laughs> what um, what do you do, like, besides, I, 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 that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, Paul, like, being in L.A., being such a busy place, what do you do to just unplug? 
never leave my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so what do you do inside of your apartment? Ooh. I hide in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> I hope in like a pile of uh, stuffed animals like E.T. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that way, you know, if somebody ever decides to break in, they'll never know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> They're open the closet, gun pointed. It's just... Uh, there's a pile of animals there. I'm taking, <laughs> like, I'm taking this pile. I'm taking this pile. What um, I was gonna ask you too. Um, I think it was the last time we spoke, or one of them. Uh, we talked about midget mafia. Has that gone anywhere? No, it's still. You know, I'm still plugging away at it. Um, the actual pilot is actually on YouTube. Cool. Now, so you can see it, or it's even on the midget mafia page actually on Facebook. Oh, okay. So you can. You can see the whole eight-minute pilot, whatever. I call it the sizzle, or it's too long for a sizzle from what I hear. So it's just there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and as and, as a, uh, a dwarf, do you, do, you, do you mind the word midget? Like, does it bother you? I don't care. I, didn't I think, think it's so. funny that people mm-hmm. – because I'm, I'm not really a midget, though. Okay. So um, I'm – I pitched it to someone a couple of weeks ago, and they didn't like the name. That's what I was wondering if that would like cause. Oh, like any... they were offended by it. Yeah, well, they didn't say they were offended by it. They were just offended that it might offend somebody else. Oh, they were and worried like, that they were going to isolate the midget community. Oh, uh, yeah, but, but... You know, I just was like, you know, look, here's the deal. It, it, it's, it's a joke. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But that's the thing, though. At the, at this point in I don't know in, in evolution in in humanity, like it's just like anything that could offend somebody is just, just yeah no. Well, yeah. I mean, even though somebody could love it, you, somebody could love it, but somebody could hate it. So we're yeah. not gonna go with it. Well, you know, there's always you know no no. I guess bad news and good news. It, at least it's news. <laughs> but like Rob just made a great point where it does seem like uh, today that like the negativity will always outweigh the positive. Yeah, or like yeah, I'm sure it will. The one person that you know, complains gets that's gets true. Away. I I agree. You know, and they suggested okay, it's funny, but you should probably think about changing the name. And it's really, I mean, it's an offensive show. Don't get me wrong. That's what it's meant for. It's your vision too. You know? Like yes, I I totally like you can whatever connect with that yeah you you made you want that product you don't want it watered down and it right because you don't i mean it's it's to show a lot of stupidity that you know as a little person disabled person you know it's what we deal with on a regular that, basis so you're, you're also if, embracing if you're offended, it if you're offended by that then here's what you ought to be offended about is 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 all this came from society so yes. hey there you go if society's offended by it then guess what you created it i was shocked too i read i did read your article what was that magazine you did um an interview in um oh my gosh inspiring lives magazine inspiring lives magazine and i was shocked to learn that what you said when you were doing music you would take headshots like pictures to send to venues to get work but you would only take them from like the chest up so they wouldn't know yeah like, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't, because the thing is, is you know, this was like what nineties, early. This is, and it's hard to believe when you say that it was just the nineties, but yeah. you still couldn't, like, they, you couldn't tell a club owner that your next band is going to be in a, two guys in a wheelchair, because 
they're going to be like, oh, no, we're not interested. But when we got there, we were already under contract. So they, you know, my option was, well, you can pay for my vacation for the week or you can just pay me. Dude, it, is, it was so smart when I read it. I'm like, you shouldn't have had to do it, but it was genius that you did it. Yes, yes. That's why I was wondering, like, when you showed up and they saw, like, did they give you shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a couple places. I won't mention South Padre Island, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but there was one club owner there. He was not very very pleased with it, and <clears throat> a lot of times it was, um, you know, we had. I'll give you an example. We were coming out of Alaska, and they loved us there. I mean, mm. we played there for like six months, three months there, left for three months, and went back for three months, and then when we were coming out while we were on that little three month hiatus or whatever, trying to find other work. And when you come out of there, you were like right outside of Seattle. And we were talking to this manager we had never worked with before. And we were like, Hey, well, we just came out thing from Alaska. We sent our video. I mean, our, our demo tape and our headshots or, you know, band pictures or whatever. And he went and told the club owner, well, they are both in wheelchairs. And the club owner was like, well, I don't have a problem with it, but I think the town might. What? How? Yeah, he said that. And we were like, you moron, you should have never told him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like the we, town? What are they going to do? We, like, they're going to, like, attack you? Like, no, that's that's a horrible thing. Yeah, it's just... I know, but that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> with pitchforks, the town yeah. just coming How out. How dare you right. let these guys <laughs> in wheelchairs play? I would have bragged. Uh, I would have been like, I just got chased out of Play my guitar, going, I'm not an animal. Jeez, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! But from from those days, like from just those times, like do you see that it's gotten better? Uh, if I say yet, yeah, I'm just trying to be politically correct. But yeah, um, no. Okay. I mean, there's some there 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 is change, and it's you know it's kind of like on that on that, like, we want to change, but we don't know if we really want to change kind of situation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, again, you can't you can't have Midget Mafia out there anywhere. Like, that's just ridiculous to me. Like, and yeah. that's the other thing, too, is exactly. You're like, okay, well, wait a minute. You you are the morons that created this 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 whole thing. I mean, I should right. say morons. I need to, well. like, back up here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, say morons. Nah, say worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, here it is. I mean, you know, it... it you know, all these things that I've done in that show or things that I thought about during that show is is the, is the stereotype that was presented to me as a yes. person of short stature. Yes. You know, and this is what I get on a daily basis. You know, uh, the other day I went to an audition and and on the bus to go to the audition, I crossed my leg and some lady was like, oh, good, you can move your legs. And I'm like, wow. what do you care? You're on the bus with me. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. I'd be like, yeah, I could spit too, and I would have spit right in her face. Like, <laughs> well, I was, oh, well, she was kind of cute. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, though. Yeah, just like, wow. Wow. So, I mean, you know, if, if people are offended by what I do or say or anything like that, well, it's because I got it from them. Yeah, right. yeah. I see the I see the comical of it, and they see that it's you know. Oh, we're not trying to offend you, but can you do this? Well, I'm not offended, and you're dumb for asking. <laughs> it, it's like you don't want to show the whole world how people treat me, but you're going to keep treating me this way. Yeah, yeah. 
That's yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. exactly. You don't want me to go and, 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 and yeah, you know, make a profit from it. It's but all right, yeah. I can feel bad, but do it. nobody else can. Yeah, wow. Like, that's right, exactly. hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. I can't, wow. Can't wrap my mind around it. Like, shit. But I will say that, you know, Hollywood is still, I mean, it's, it's they're working on it. Yeah, they are yeah. working on it. I can tell. Um, yeah. You know, um, we got something coming up now in the next uh, month that I can't really talk about, but that's actually a really positive thing in Hollywood cool. that's going to happen. So, I, I, and I'm glad that I'm actually like one of the people that's doing it. Yeah. So it's really cool, um, and it's just basically just waking up Hollywood. I mean, I hope I'm doing events now where you know uh, i i'm on my getting ready to do my third event where uh it's so hard for an, an actor a disabled actor to get an audition and so my goal is, is to say when you do get that audition you're going to bring your a game so um i have events now where i have someone come in and do a class and teach working actors not people that just want to be actors it's working people that are going on these auditions on a daily basis or as we'd like to go on a daily basis but um so that we bring our a game and i'm trying to release some of the 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 cost that goes with it like you know before i called you guys i'm sitting here looking at at you know where i'm going to submit myself for what kind of role am i submitting myself for on a daily basis you have to pay for that and so those are things that i'm trying to like alleviate some of the, the cost that goes with that, like the classes, the headshots, the reel, the demo reels, paying for websites so that you can submit yourself, joining SAG. Those are the things. That, and then I started with working with um, an incredible actress named Eileen Gruba, and um, we are now getting ready to host our third event. So, you know, we're, we're changing it, trying to change it at least. And if we do, when we do go in that room, we're all bringing, you know, like our A game into there so yes. that, you know, instead of someone like Brian Cranston getting a role, I'm going to get that role instead of Brian Cranston. Nice. Even though he's, he's an awesome actor. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. just think that just don't, I just think that, um, they dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that part of the, um, hashtag all in movement? Uh, no, actually, well, yeah, that is my my events are for the all in movement, and that is just meaning that we're all in to be inclusive. That's it. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna, if, my theory is, is you know, if you look back, I mean, I, I guess if you just look at it, when people say we want to be inclusive, we're going to include a race, we're going to include a sexual gender, we're going to include a, a a religion or whatever have you. But if you look at that that line of of succession, it's the disability community that's the last on the last totem pole to yeah. get that movement up, to, to be included in that movement. So we're one of the, the, if you look at, and I'm not trying to sound like, oh, poor me, poor me, but if you look at it, you know, the way I look at it is, okay, it was in the 90s and I still had to get headshots from the shoulder up. Yeah. Just to get a freaking, just to get a freaking job. Just to get if you tried to If you tried to do that to a, a race or a gender in the 90s, you'd have been sued. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I, I feel like I have to ask this now, and if we have to go a little longer with you, we can. But I'm curious: Have you seen the Fire documentary? <laughs> what? Have you seen the Fire documentary? The Fire Festival documentary? No, I have not. 
Okay. So a- a- anyway, like basically Bummer. the fire doc- documentary, I'm not going to explain the whole thing, but this guy's a, a big scumbag and just a scam artist. So I was just kind of curious, like, do you run into a lot of scam artists being in the uh, business that you're in? Oh, well, that's everywhere. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was the financial planner when I was, you know, for like 15 years and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to do it, and you know how to avoid it. <laughs> exactly. So I think that there are people that, that um, yeah, I think there's, you're going to, I personally haven't ran into any. Um, no one's ever asked me to take my shirt off for an audition, which I, I keep shooting for. Um, <laughs> 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 I've even asked, do I have to keep, can I keep, take my shirt off? <laughs> But damn it, no one's asking me to be on a casting couch. Um, <laughs> you can take your shirt off now, Paul. We'd be fine with it. I know you would, dirty <laughs> old man. <laughs> Paul, I wanted to ask too. Are you working with um, Upright Citizens Brigade? I am actually going to Upright Citizens Brigade right now. I'm actually um, wow. I'm doing a show this Saturday. So if you're in LA, come at two thirty on the after- Saturday afternoon. Come see my improv show. How did you get uh, involved with them? Um, well, I started taking classes there. I mean, it's amazing. It's oh. fun. Because you learn a lot, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Now I see why whenever you watch, like, sketch comedy or, or you know, um, sitcoms, yeah, you, 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 you'll see a little bit of, of well, you'll see the improv, you know, what, like, the classes I'm taking. I'm like, wow, okay, that's how they do that, or that's. There's a, there's an order to what they're doing. There's a theory. You know what I'm saying? I always uh, remember I did a little improv, and I just remember the yes <coughs> and like whatever somebody yes. brings up. Yeah, just go along with it yep. and just make it crazy. Yes and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they teach you that in like the first and second class. <laughs> ah, well, I think we talked to a guy that does an improv class, and he said, "Yeah, that's pretty much all you need. All you need to know." Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that and if that's then they're teach, they they also say you know if this is real what else is real so oh, if I, I tell you something's crazy real to me and then you got to go okay well if that's crazy real then what else is crazy real in that same situation I didn't get to that I didn't get that far <laughs> oh, wait well. so it would be what so it would be like you I'm say a, something I'm that's real now <laughs> hold, hold on I want to demonstrate this so you say something that's real and then I would say something that's crazy real so like how would you do that. Well, you know, it's it's just like okay, if you were like doing it, uh, if you, I was your boss, and I say okay, I need you to go and and file these forms, and then while you're at it, I need you to um, stack the papers, and then I'm gonna also need you to clip my toenails. And so I would say something like, and I'm also gonna scrub your balls. So you gotta yes, <laughs> so you have to yes and that, and then you gotta figure out okay, if that's crazy, what else can I do that's crazy right. in that same scenario? And some so I don't know if you heard mine. Mine was I'm gonna also scrub your balls. Like that was how I added there on. There you that. go. <laughs> okay, I got this. You just so got you, an improv. You just yes and me and you. <laughs> it's a win-win. He touched and you got touched. <laughs> 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 Touch by an angel. But it's fun. I really do enjoy it, and I yeah. am doing. Uh, we are doing a show this Sunday, a cool. Saturday at two thirty. Where's that so, going to be? If you're in it, it's at the on the UCB Comedy Main Stage. So, so it's like um, Hollywood. I mean, it's on Sunset and Western. 
cool, cool. Right here in Hollywood. So nice. it's our it's our our now that you've taken all these classes, now go prove it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> now we're getting our money out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or your money out of you. Yeah, that's cool. Though. That's really cool. What um, I want to ask you too, um, Paul. I saw a couple of films you were involved in, and I want to ask what they were and what your roles were. I saw one called Albino Farm. Oh yeah, that was like 2009. Wow. And I was um my my character's name was Old Dwarf. So like it's with um <laughs> some character actors that you probably recognize and um wrestler Chris Jericho. Wow. Um, wow, it's awesome. And so we I basically scare the crap out of him right at the beginning of the film. <laughs> and I'm at the end of the film too. So. <laughs> what was it like was did you have any um interaction with Chris off the camera? Um, off camera and on, well, we rode like because they we were it was filmed in Missouri, so like we rode in the van from the hotel to the to the set, and then wow. then um, that was one night, and then the next day, like my set was my scene was on uh, um, without Chris in it, but it was on a um, a, a road in um, the middle of nowhere because <laughs> my character is um, like this creepy old guy dwarf. Um, scraping um, roadkill off the road, and oh. I almost get—I'm almost getting hit by a car, and it's a car full of kids, like from um, people that you've recognized, like Tam and Sir Sock from Young and the Restless, um, Sunkrish Bala, um, who was on tons of shows, and was Dawson um, from Dawson's Creek there? <laughs> James Vanderbeek? Yeah, was was James Vanderbeek there? No. <laughs> Do you know? Well, we were Jason? there, and and so like they're supposed to hit me, and then they run up to me, thinking I was a kid, and I scare them and run off into the woods. So <laughs> that's I want to know, like, what was the the casting call or ad or whatever they call? It? Was it just like looking the... for an old dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> was that well, the ad? they actually contacted me <laughs> and said, "Hey, uh, because um, you're the I Don't know. I don't know how they got it, but they just got my information and. I got an email and said, hey, we're doing a feature film, um, and would you like to do it? And I'm like, sure, why not? Okay, so I was wondering if they would tell you, like, we're looking for somebody to fill the role of (laughs) Old Dwarf. Or if you just found out when you got there. But I also don't know, is that an honor or a dishonor? They actually had an... Yeah, they had, a, they had it. Well, it was kind of a cool thing because they yeah. sent me a sketch of what they of, of the person that they were looking. They wanted it to look like, and it was basically me. <laughs> it, it, it was me with a pointy a hat. hat. <laughs> it was just a garden gnome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. We have one right here. We have a, a penguin. <laughs> it was me in a baseball hat. So, hey. <laughs> it was just one of your headshots. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it just sent you up one of your headshots. <laughs> no, that is cool. They sent me my. They sent me my own headshot. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for somebody that looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so they did, cool. I mean, I did it. It was fun. I had a good yeah. time, and um, it was shot in the middle of nowhere in Missouri. Nice, nice. And what was Field Guide to Evil? Um, Field Guide to Evil is actually it hasn't even well, it came out last year. Okay. Um it has it has not hit the US yet, I think, and I'm not sure. Um, but it's um really cool because they do it like a bunch of um there's there's like four or five different directors and um writers 
that um, across the world that are doing like um, myths that they hear about and they write that it's basically a bunch of short films all in one film. Oh, cool. cool. So um, like ours is called the melon heads and I play an evil doctor where I'm actually doing lobotomies on children, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I don't know whether so, they'd be scared. That was or... shot up in big, it was shot up in big bear and they built like this elaborate, like it was kind of cool. Cause I, the guy that, that built it was actually kind of cool. They built it on the side of, a, of the hill and like, it's supposed to be where I'm like, I have one of the boys in it, you know, that his dad is looking for him and he gets, you know, he comes running up trying to find me and I've already like done the operation on the boy. And <laughs> it's really, it's really kind of cool. So I'm basically going, look at him. I got him now. He's mine, whatever. Oh, but wow. it was fun. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, no, here he is. He's fine. Take him home. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was really, really cool, and it was fun to do. And I got to do it with, um, oh, I can't remember that guy's name, but he was on the show uh, on the – Hatfields and McCoy series on, oh. on like history or show or one of A and E or something like that. I love that series. Yeah, that was on history. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. Oh, my. He was on that, and so um, it was fun to do it with him. Cool. He was cool, cool. and we hung out for the day, and uh, it was just a full day shoot for me. That's awesome. Awesome. And um, are, awesome. There, are there any other um, upcoming projects that you could tell us about, Paul? Um, not at the moment. Uh, I'm still in talks and I'm still auditioning, um, which, you know, I finally got to, I've had like two auditions this year already. Cool. Um, and they were cool. So no, I'm still working and hustling and I, you know, I set up my five-year plan and I've got all that set up and we're good there. What's a five-year plan? Just where you want to be. Where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where I want to be in five years. So, you know, I want to be, you know, doing a certain thing um, within. So I have like a my 12 month plan and, you know, I want to do this by 12 months in the next by the end of the year. And then in my third year, I'm going to be here about my fifth year is here. Here's where I see myself. Nice. So now do you have you've done that throughout your entire career and have you've succeeded in fulfilling those plans? Um, no, I have not done that in, in, in my um, total career because. I always just wing shit 90% of the time. Okay. <laughs> um, but I am, I do have a new manager um, as of last year. Um, I'm with C Talent Management. And she was like, hey, you need a five-year plan. And so I was like, that makes sense. I guess it gives you something to shoot for. And so I sat down and, and wrote out a five-year plan. And so I went to my manager and then my agency and I said, here's what I'd like to be doing by the end of the year. And is this attainable or am I just being a complete moron thinking I'm going to be that far? <laughs> wow. And they, they said, no, I think that's obtainable. So let's how do does it. it, how does it feel finally having a plan like that? Um, it's a little bit of pressure cause you're like, okay. Um, like I have a goal. I have to be by March yeah. and I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm getting re- and we're what now in February and I'm not there. So see, I would have just wrote wing it. it times five years. <laughs> that would have been my five year plan. Like, wing it times five years. <laughs> exactly. You, you get it. <laughs> yes. I, I could do that. <laughs> I was going to ask so Paul, like so far this year, do you uh, find it more uh, productive than uh, last year at that, at that same um, point? 
I, well, last year was really good. I mean, I'd done a, a, a lot of interviews last year. Cool. And, um, like, for, uh, I was featured in, uh, you know, the Inspiring Lives magazine. I'm in their winter edition now, which is a huge national magazine um, that can be picked up at Barnes & Noble, by the way. Awesome. Um, and, and um, I've done. I was interviewed for um, a magazine in the U- in um, Australia. Um, it's called Ability Life. Um, and um, uh, another one was LA Voyager here. And just kind of, and it talks about what I'm trying to do right now, not only as an actor, but just as an, an um, disabled a disability advocate. And then just trying to spread the word, you know, trying to wake people up, saying, "Look, you know." Just because I'm in a chair doesn't mean I couldn't play a doctor or couldn't play a lawyer or couldn't play the guy that's going to be annoying to you next door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I could be all those guys. Or I could, I be, could all, be all those guys. All them at once. The annoying guy. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul, dude, it's it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much Thank for you, talking sir. to us. Thank you, Paul. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on Facebook at Paul Ford Actor, Instagram, Paul Ford Actor, Twitter, Paul Ford Actor, or you can just come to <laughs> to UCB Comedy this Saturday and see me there. <laughs> awesome. Does, is, how much is that? Do they charge for that? or uh, It's free. Oh, wow. So where do you make your money? So yeah, it's a, I'm not making money off of it because I already paid for my classes. So this is kind of like the class where you're like, okay, Here's what we got to do to pass the class. You have to do a show to pass the class. Oh, wow. I would uh, so, like hold the audience like at gunpoint. I would empty their. Hold the I would run their wallets. <laughs> Get your money, Paul. I realized they said it was free at the door, but everybody's gonna at least need to kick in a couple bucks. Get a wristband too. Get an electronic wristband and <laughs> tell them you you want to load. You want to load yeah. eight thousand a piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of us will follow you home <laughs> <laughs> thank you Paul thank you brother alright guys you bet man have a good one dude alright see ya see ya who uh, who wants to close I love that you said we might run over but you asked that question 20 minutes ago <laughs> wait what <laughs> you were like Paul I don't care I'm gonna ask you this I don't care if we run over oh, wow. <laughs> you asked the question like 10 minutes into <laughs> 10 the minutes into the interview yeah. well I didn't know if I was taking up time from your questions no, that you no. planned on writing so that was like I, I might be no. like stopping Rob's plan no so you lost you oh, lost well. the gay chicken game I know who can sign us out can who Billy McFarlane sign us out do we have him around do we have a Billy hey guys this is Billy You've been listening to the Robinson Show. You gotta squint your eyes more. <laughs> Come to my. I got like nine billion dollars on these guys. Give them more money. They're 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 awesome. See ya. I'm Jarul. <laughs> Robin Slimfest, baby. <laughs> Slamotron. <laughs> Laser sights on your nipples. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. Bye. 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 This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. 
Wash your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us sick ass pods That'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com